I don't care if I look stupid or not. Drink vodka in moderation, kid. <laughs> Never trust a big booty and a smile. I'm always trying to shove it in the back. And sometimes I don't know if you're yoking or not. Hold still. Hold still. Hold still. Damn, boys, drink the door. Why sound like Bane? What's fuck on that? Look at all this way to be awkward. Hey. This is Tom Atkins. Thrill me, but you better listen to the Bad Boys podcast, or I'm coming for you. Man, hope we can be all that cool when we're older. Like fucking mm. Tom Atkins, that'd be badass. When? Probably when we're older. <laughs> no, fuck. I think we missed the boat. I think. Yeah, fuck exactly. Forty-one, man. Give me a break. What the fuck do you want from me? I'm trying to stay out close to the microphone with a deep voice. <laughs> How's your deep voice, Harley? It's real deep. Oh, shit. We already know. Put your ass to sleep. There it is. See? I'm like uh, Charlie Tuna from Jurassic 5. Oh, there you go. Just totally passed Tony's head, but cool. You could have used it. (laughs) (laughs) So episode 543, BBPC, Bad Boys Podcast. We're about to randomly rant all things movies. I'm your host, Fonzo, a.k.a. Mike Lowry. Joining me as always. Harley, a.k.a. Marcus Burnett. And I'm Tony, a.k.a. MCP. There it is. There it is. Fonzo fucking flipped the script on us tonight. What the fuck? Did I? I gave the intro. What what do you mean I flipped it? Doesn't Tony normally introduce himself? Yeah. Or did Tony flip the script? No, I said a.k.a. Charlie, too, and I was was giving you another nickname. Ah. So I, 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 uh. I cut off Tony. Ah, you stepped yeah, in when I wasn't expecting you. Yeah. Got it. Exactly. That's it. Yeah. Threw Harley for a loop, apparently. Oh, I did. Fuck me up. I didn't mean to deviate your symptoms, so I'm hopefully <laughs> uh, all right. Hopefully. How are you doing? How are you doing I'm tonight? I'm good. I'm good. My, my symptoms, symptoms are deviated okay? properly. Nice. <laughs> okay. Your symptoms are straight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Divinely. Deviant. Yeah, what else can we say on that? So. Harley's making up words at this point now, right? He, at this like point, that's, this, 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 that's how he started. That's how he rolls. I know, but I feel like he got like a book or something for Christmas, and he's just like every every uh, Sunday he opens <laughs> it up to it. You know what? I'm going to use this new word. <laughs> Sounds smart, and he gets on, gets all nervous, and gets on the cast, and just totally butchers it. No, I just I don't speak English very well. That's the problem. I mean, that's that's your first language, right? Right. Yeah. I don't want to tell you, man. Yeah, neither do I. <laughs> it's first language. It sounds like he just started it. I've I've literally <laughs> I've literally been calling myself out on phone calls with customers. What? I'll just I'll just create a word <laughs> and I'll be like I'll be like, I don't think that's a word. But I just said, you know, whatever <laughs> while I'm talking to a customer. There it is, Tony. That's why he's doing it. He tries to impress the customers, throwing out big words and everything. And 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 but last then he calls week, himself a out. customer, <laughs> some guy goes, "Oh, don't worry, I do that all the time." And I was like, "Oh, cool." <laughs> yeah, ah, I see. So you're going for that that same market that has a you know, one year of English, right? 
Yeah, he's going for the lowest common denom- denominator dividing symptoms to <laughs> customers. Dang, that's crazy. That's so funny that you called yourself out on that, and he he's like, he felt bad for you. You know, it's like don't yeah. worry about young man. <laughs> man, oh man. Well, yeah, we got we got some extras. We got the 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 winner. We're gonna choose the winner tonight of the spicy tournament. Uh, and it's come down to. Wait, the new wait the new the site doesn't have it yet, does it? Uh, no. Here, let me send you the link. All right. Yes, but we will be picking a winner tonight. It's, it was, uh, uh, it's oh, it's Angie and Evan, right? Yeah, it's Angie and Evan. Crazy Stupid yeah. Love and uh, Harry Met Sally. That's right. Yeah, cool. That'll be it. We had Golden Globes tonight, but I don't think anybody was in attendance. I didn't even watch it, but every time I looked at pictures, there's like people like on the screen, like Zoom call. So I know they had hosts, but it's like did they even host? I don't think they did anything. It was weird, but it's, but then there's photos of people like at the red carpet, like in gowns and stuff. So mm. like, do they have a limited capacity or they're all wearing masks? I don't get it. But man, we haven't done box office either hardly in a while because there's no box office, but apparently like... <laughs> not not a, not a lot of need. Yeah. But they got the Marksman, Wonder Woman, Box, box Home Office. The Crude and Tom and Jerry. Yeah, exactly. Home... It's really pretty much HBO, huh? <laughs> box office. Yeah. Oh, shit. Right? That's so, right. That's what HBO stands for, yeah. And HBO is gonna be getting packed this this March. We're gonna have Mortal Kombat and Godzilla vs. or King Kong vs. Godzilla or Godzilla vs. King Kong, where whichever way you sway. You guys, you guys uh, favored in that fight? What fight? No, not really. Godzilla vs. Kong. Godzilla vs. Kong. No, I don't give a shit. If you're a betting man, you, you would you bet on either? Or? Uh, yeah, I think we already discussed this. Uh, King Kong. You on Kong? Yeah. What about you, Tony? I'm not sure. I I I I feel like I played the werewolf more than anything. <laughs> so I don't care about the monkey or the lizard. <laughs> you can you can uh, rampage confused. Rampage exactly. Godzilla. Yeah. <laughs> See what's funny in the Nintendo release for Rampage, it was only the gorilla and the lizard. Oh shit! No way. There was no wolf. So I was. Dude, I want to know the names. They were had the best names. Rampage. Like George. George and Lizzie. And Lizzie, yep. And Wolf was Ralph? Harley's over here thinking they got cool names. They just got <laughs> They just got dumbass honky names. <laughs> George, Lizzie, and Ralph. Harley's like, yeah, man, I love that game. They had the badass-ass names. Oh, it was George and Ralph. Oh, and Larry. Larry was a rat. What the fuck? There was a rat? Yeah, 1986 rat. Atari Lynx version only. Oh, what? see, fuck all that shit. Nobody and then there was a... No, I remember the, was... the arcade one was the one with the the wolf. Yeah, the gorilla, wolf. lizard, and the wolf. George, the yeah, George, Lizzie, and Ralph. Yeah, see? Like, Why the fuck do I remember that? That's awesome. That's what you, that's, there was that's a rat stuck. named Curtis. Curtis? A rhinoceros Don't... named Boris. What? What are you talking about? A lobster named Ruby. Rampage 2, Universal 2, Ah, Rampage 2. Yeah, okay. okay, You didn't didn't mention that you jumped to the sequel. Yeah. There was a Cyclops-like alien monster called Mucus. Mucus? Mucus or Mucus? Oh, shit. There was a Rampage. There was a boar named Harley. No. We already already know. We already know. Harley's a boar. <laughs> they nailed it on that one. <laughs> they nailed it. 
Go fuck yourself. Hey, look at its stats, Harley. Harley, look at its stats. It says it loves chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Rampage just... World War on PlayStation, right? The first PlayStation for Midway. It's got the got the Godzilla character, the gorilla, and the wolf. That's it. So so Harley was a boar, and Rampage throughout time. Tony, please. Two thousand PlayStation exclusive only. Harley is a boar-type monster-slash-mutant that made his first appearance rampage throughout time. He can be seen on the box cover seemingly being transported through a portal with his mouth mouth wide open and his hands uh, reaching yeah, out of the Yeah, on the PlayStation the cover, you see rampage through time. He's got his, uh, you can see his uh, uvula hanging, dangling down the back of his throat. What the hell? <laughs> Check it out. There was a ram named Ramsey. Shocking. There's a blowfish named Gilman, another rat named Rhett, a squid named Cal, a lion named Leon. I feel like I'm playing that old Croc. that you know that that old uh, kids game that was like a big circle and you pull the side and it would spin and then it would say like the animal. <laughs> oh yeah. my god! That's what yeah. you hear. The rooster says. The rooster says. <laughs> <laughs> And remember, like when it was starting to die out, and you played it, it sounded like Satan was talking to you. Yeah, we get slow. Yeah, yeah it sounded like Satan's voice. Satan's, or something. yes. Super deep. Harley says. Well, this was his rampage, total destruction, wrecking crew, and it's got a, a tons of characters. Dude, I'm telling you, this link I yeah. sent you. Are there... Oh, you got the link. All right, let me see. Oh. Plucky, Fee-fee, squirrel, Plucky, demon, Fee-fee. jellyfish, jackalope, bat, wild That's man. Like, it's almost like it's a fighting game or something. Yeah. Yeah, maybe like like King of the Monsters. Remember that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a blob named Bubba. I'd watch that. (laughs) I'd watch that. Harley is a war-type monster mutant that made his first appearance rampage through time. He can be seen on the box cover, seemingly being transported through a portal with his mouth wide open and his hand reaching out at the box cover. Right. He is an exclusive monster. Oh, that's what you already read. My bad. Yeah. Harley is a bore. How funny. But Gilman, dude, drank some scum soda and had a violent reaction, turning him into a giant blowfish. Hmm. Oh, this this site has a, the all the pictures. If you scroll down, you can scroll through all the pictures of all the all the monsters in that one. Oh, Harley's Harley's chick plucky, the female chicken. Yeah. The human scum soda. The scum soda is the main theme going on over here. Call it, call, a cup, couple of scum sodas. Yeah. <laughs> oh, nicely done, sir. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's cool about this one on the fandom? I'm on the fandom page. Yeah, the fandom. On, yeah. yeah, the cover on the left and the on the right. That's from the NES cover, the gorilla. And the, oh the yeah, the totally. Cover. It's so badass. That's I cool. It. But yeah, like I said I didn't have the wolf on there. I was, that's why I was kind of pissed off because when I played it in the arcade one time, like. What the hell is this wolf guy here? I would have mm-hmm. loved to play. Yeah, wolf. yeah. So, yeah. but yeah, so that's it. So, I, I, my pick is Boar against Kong Godzilla. I think Harley would win. Mm. He'd make them all fall asleep and die. <laughs> so Plucky, Plucky was an ordinary woman until she drank scum soda and had a violent reaction and turned into a giant chicken with almost no feathers. See, that's the thing. That's the running thing with all of them. Like they, yes. they, 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 they droop all these cool characters and go, okay, what's his origin story? Like, I don't know, fucking drinks come drink, drink. Scum- oh, right up there. <laughs> Everyone's like, it's like that. They all got lazy after that. Yeah. Like you said, a couple of scum soda. 
Plucky's birth given oh. name is Penny Pluxburg. Oh, nice. Of course it is. Well, there you go. Today's episode is brought to you by Scum Soda. Yes! All right, I'm doing it. Yeah. All right, but first off, real quick, before we get anything started, we have to address, we have to, the epilogue um, earlier in the week. I'm not sure if you guys watched the video or not, but uh, a certain group, been together for a long time, called it quits. I don't think it's forever. I hope it's not forever. I'm hoping... They'll come back after someone drops a bunch of money in their lap. Says, "Hey, you guys got a tour." Nah, nah, let them be, man. I'm, I'm happy for them. Oh? I have no entitlement to their, to their music, to what they do. I'm like, if they, if one of them wants to, wanted to just move on with his life, Daft Punk. I'm sure that's what he's talking about. Oh, yes, yeah, Harley. What the fuck you think I'm talking about? Rampage. Yeah, it's like I'm sure it's tough if someone's like, you know, I want to move on and blah blah blah. It's like. And people get all entitled to their music. No, no, you have to make new ones. Like, no, fuck that, man. I'm happy for him. Move on with your life. Well, it's like, what have they done? Right. But when did random random access memories come out? I mean, it's not like like um like if you look at the dis like my 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 the clearest comparison to Daft Punk is the Chemical Brothers in my mind. Right? These people kind of pioneered. I mean, you know, obviously Chemical Brothers, big beat, beat up, you know. but like in Daft Punk, kind of hits you with like some pretty serious techno and on homework. Um, and and homework was before homework was like ninety four or something like that, and and um, the first Chemical Brothers album I think was ninety five. So yeah, I mean Daft Punk really, you know, I mean, you know, sort of pioneers for sure. But after Discovery. Like, I I didn't really care for anything other than the Tron. They get get too pop uh, pop music for you. Well, no. What happened was this is you know this is just my own taste. It's like Discovery hit this kind of cool chord with this like new new disco, you know, um, not new disco, but like I don't know that kind of weird synthy pop stuff, and it it registered right. It came out in nineteen ninety eight, or no, it was released in two thousand and one. I mean that shit's twenty years old, son. You know, mm-hmm. and in two thousand, it took six, seven years to release "Human After All" and "Alive" two albums. I I never cared for those. I did. I was like bored. I listened to them and I was like, they're junk. Then they did the Tron. I'm looking at their Wikipedia right now. Then they did Tron. Random Access Memories, 2015. So five years ago. Yeah. I mean, you can't you can't deny that they're legends in in, in music. No, absolutely and, not. And I and would yeah, never try to take it away from them. Yeah. With that said, I would argue they've lost relevancy to in who? the last five ten years, like to pop to to the people that Dude, get lucky was fucking all. Oh my god! Holy shit! That, when they came out, what are you talking? That became about? that became an instant Scrabble, pop. One of the best album, I think. So the the kind of people that that Daft Punk inspired in in the mid to late nineties, the raver crowd of you know of what would become electronic dance music as we know it, those people don't listen to Daft Punk anymore. You know what I mean? That that's that they 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 evolved, they morphed into into more pop culture. You know, the masks became 
this sort of i you know icon of what they what, what are know, you trying to in 2016 they worked with the weekend and put out two classic songs right um starboy yep starboy really uh, coming so that's 2016 so that was still relevance they came out mm-hmm. with a new artist weekend coming out and 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 you know so people that weren't didn't rec- didn't know them they knew them now because of that yeah um, so they were still, you know, like did, I, did either of you watch the video that they put out? Yeah. The, yeah. So like to me, that video just got me excited. Like one of them continued walking, like, okay, music is still coming from one of them. I want, I'm, yeah. I want I can't wait to see what, what he comes out, what he, what he produces. Um, yeah, said, yeah, it's, yeah. it's a end of an era. Uh, it's, and that's going to bring some sadness, you know, with it. Um, but at the same time, I'm excited. Season when what's gonna, what's to come? Yeah, I mean that one fucking blew himself up. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, it was crazy. That was awesome. You know? Yeah, yeah, because the song is playing. I don't know if that's a new song or not, but they've worked. You know, um, so I went down the rabbit hole, right? Started looking up. Nice. So Daft Punk's homework, um, which I don't surprised we don't use homework as the fucking the song. They don't say homework, homework enough. Oh. That's right. Oh yeah, we talked. Yeah, we talked about it. Um. But um, I don't I, know I if I heard. Sorry. Oh no! I say I'm, I mentioned this probably before in the cast, but um, like the summer of '96, I you know I listened to homework like religiously. Um, in the house where I lived in Canyon, the greenhouse, we had a pool. And I used to put my little boombox outside my window, facing the pool, and just had that fucking album on repeat. And just me and my sister would swim for hours and hours, and that soundtrack, that album, would just play continuously. You'd never get tired of it, never get bored of it. It was unbelievable. Awesome. We'd just be swimming, That's cool. just jamming at that album. So. And then my sister surprised me one, I think it was Christmas something she gave, she got it for me on vinyl. But that, that album just like, just completely, I don't know, every time I listen to that, it always just makes me happy. Never get tired of it. It's, it's, I was joking with my kids going, hey, this is the song I know all the words to around the world. Um, the video was quirky. I had just never seen anything like it or heard anything like it. You know, it was cool. It was different. And then when Discovery came out, it was like the sophomore album, like, okay, how are you going to, you know, how are you going to, what are you gonna do different? What are you gonna do? They came out with that anime like movie uh, coincide with the the music, which is really cool, and um, and it just had some big hits on that one too, which was insane. Like like to me, it's still it's like face to face. Like I was watching breakdowns of the remakes of like how they how they sampled the songs to to create that song, and I was watching like um, a video with uh, composer Giorgio Morador where he had he has this track on Random Access Memories, and he said. Uh, okay, so remember he, he they had a beat for him in the song. He thought he was going to be able to uh, work with them and like. So I was like, no, you're just going to talk. You're just going to tell your story about your life. That's one of the tracks. And he's like, okay. So they had three mics in front of him in the studio. He's like, why do I have three mics? He's like, one is from like the 1950s and 60s, so it's going to um, pick your voice when you talk about that part of your life. The one in the middle is from the 70s, late 70s, 80s when you talk about that part of your life, and the next Whoa. one over here is a so brand new one. And he's like, what? But why? Who's going to know? Who's going to even tell the difference? And he's like. The producer guy was there. He's like, they, they will, they would. If anybody else doesn't, who cares? They do. They would know. And I was like, was so just unique and different and fascinating. I'm like, that's what these guys do, right? They're just, they're just different like that. And they're just so cool. And then anybody that fucking wears a mask now, the DJs is discredited. I mean, you just and they all do. Like this, there's so many of them now. Yeah, yeah. Which is, it's, it's, yeah. So I don't mind it, but it's just like you know, just. And I don't know if Dob did it first, but you know, if they did, like, hey, look, you know, and I'm sure they're fans of them too, right? But there's other groups like Justice and other uh, dance team, dance groups, but I don't know if they all wear masks, but it just seems like there was a trend for a while, right? Where everyone's wearing a mask. 
Um, but it's cool, like, if you want your um, privacy. So when you take them off, you can just hang out. You know, it's no big deal. Uh, but what's funny, the, the guy, George Mortar, the composer, he said, he's like, when they asked him to meet up, you know, to see if he wants to do this, he's like, yeah, but can I bring my son? He's a huge fan. They're like, yeah, sure. So when he's like, hey, you can't take pictures, you can't, you know, <laughs> you can't do nothing but just, you know, hang out with him. And he's like, you're going to, you know, meet him without their mask. And he's like, my son was so excited. I'm like, you imagine being that fucking dad at that moment, introducing your kid to, like, their, his favorite group. And you're like, yeah, here you go. Like, they, they want to talk to me. They want to talk to your dad, you know? Um, I just thought that was cool. Just going down the rabbit hole and then just listening to their tracks, man, was, oh, it was just such a good time and it was so much fun. And I, and I, and I figure like one more time is so, um, prevalent to the, to the ending because it's like, you know, it's like, if you listen to the lyrics, you know, it's like one more time, we're going to celebrate. That's what I feel. I feel like we should celebrate and, uh, yeah. you know, and just play the music throughout the episode. I just think it was so much fun. Like we said, I, um, I just grew up with it. I remember Harley loving Discovery because I remember he had a fucking sticker in his car. Mm. Poster in the bedroom. Yeah. Did you really? Mm-hmm. How funny. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's interesting. Like, homework is easily for like uh, you know old school electric the people who got into dance music by you know with to homework and stuff like people like yourself who were you know listening to it day in and day out kind of thing. Homework is is definitely. You know, you could. Most people are going to put it in their top ten of you know electronic dance music albums of all time. Um, and Discovery is is going to be in the same top ten list for a lot of people. Um, I, I I was it was interesting. I'm I'm kind of scrolling through their Wikipedia, and you pointed out a lot of the kind of individual songs that they did with people. They only had four full studio albums: Homework, Discover, Human After All, and Random Access Memories. Mm-hmm. 2013 yeah. and in the same period of time the Chemical Brothers released 11 studio albums so they were just much more prolific and, and each one of their albums had hits that were relevant to you know the genre kind of thing and so that's the only reason why I kind of say they I feel like they lost relevance they just they just weren't as prolific you said as, that, I feel like because I don't hear anything from them you say 11 albums I couldn't name any tracks from them besides Block Rock and Beats or anything besides their second and third album. After that, I don't know anything from them. Mm. So if you're saying Galvanized with Q-Tip, well, yeah, what year was that? That was album 2005. Number album number three? No, that was number six. Number six. Right? No, five. Five. Okay. Yeah. You remember anything from three and four? They had oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, that's you. Surrender was right. number three. You're very familiar with Surrender. Mm-hmm. And then Come With Us was 2002. That was kind of more of a, a throwback to like house. Like but a you're lot saying of rape, rape fans are people that enjoyed it. I, I feel like you're more describing them than anybody. You of know? who? Of Chemical Brothers. Like the way you're describing Duff earlier. I feel like you're describing them more. Or like you say, they lost re- re- relevance. And they, they, lost, no they lost relevance to Harley. Harley's the hipster. Well, he, he doesn't know no, shit so about relevance. Is, is what they started, right? They started this like underground rave dance music, right? It wasn't just the typical like, it, like Chicago. No, 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 no. So let me let me finish. It wasn't it was an evolution of what Chicago and Detroit started in America, right? And with the the kind of techno vibe that that came and and obviously homework has a lot of range which i think that's one of the reasons why it has so much replayability like if you can go back and you can just listen to the to the album 
there's so much range. There's like banging techno. I'm terrible with all the the the, um, the names of the songs. And then of course you have the hint at what later they're going to popularize and discover this sort of like almost disco-y style, you know. And so um, that particular album, I think that's one of the reasons why it makes it so much special. Is it's you know in a way it's almost like uh, you can analogize it to Tribe's low end theory, right? Truth is, uh, 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 what's the album after it? I can't think now. All of a sudden, my brain's not working. Um, is is more refined. Their later work is more refined, and but the rawness of the earlier stuff, and and I think um, homework best describes that. And it has it shows the shows what they were capable of with stuff like Discover. They were young, but after that, for for me, my my taste my tastes, I would much rather just continue to listen to Homework and Discovery than than any of the the popular singles that came later. So, right. Well, two of their cl- albums, are, you know, their classic albums, is way better than Chemicals Eleven album discography. Would you say? Uh, what do you mean? Like, as far as like, like you're saying, like, oh man, they have eleven studio albums. I'm like, yeah, but they're not all great, you know. Well, like, if you know, for me, you're right. Like, quality. like the later stuff, like the, the like after push the button, we're the night further, born of echoes. Like, they had a couple like singles that I was like, yeah, they're fine, they're cool, but none of them registered with me like their earlier stuff. I okay. think dig your own hole is is in the top ten. Mm-hmm. Um, Surrender, come with us, same like depending on what your style is i can listen to those albums any day of the week so um but they, you know, they were it's different they were different. working with nile rogers uh pharrell who's still relevant and kids know who he is you know and uh homeboy from what was his name little dude uh, it's paul edwards yeah, that's what his name was um well and this weekend guy man holy shit talk about i mean i've never heard a song played more on the radio than that album oh. that came, uh, that song by the weekend last year, whatever the fucking. Right. Oh my god, dude! It just got. It was like ten times a day. Like there was no song yeah, more popular worked, than. And I liked it too. And I show. enjoyed the shit yeah, out of it. Yeah, it was cool. But the same, that's why you say you lost. Like, kids today know who they are. No, I'm know? not talking about the Daft Punk song. I just was listening to that in the background, and I don't recognize it. But the weekend. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's got the same seeing... like. It's got the same like vibe. Well, I watched an interview with him, and he's like friends with like all like the like French DJs. He was talking about like oh, he's, all, he's all into the French Euro synthwave era. He's like I'm, he's like Kaminsky's one of my good friends. He worked on a track with him, um, and uh, yeah, he just knows all the cats. So like when they're like, hey, we should you know get together, and like yeah, like one one of the guys was playing the drum beat like on his phone and whatever, and, and he goes, whoa, whoa, what the fuck was that? He's like, what? It's the beginning of Starboy. And he played that drum beat for me. He's like, "Yo, let me get on that shit right now." Writes the song up in like like three hours for for Starboy, and he's just like, they just they 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 laid it down, and it's like pretty impressive. Like, fuck, man, that's bad. He just heard a fucking drum beat on the dude's phone, and he's like, "Yo, let me hear that." I got to write a song to it, and Shannon writes it, and it becomes a huge hit for him too. So, I mean, they're in the like they were with like you know Pharrell and like The Weeknd. That's new, you know, group. So. Um, oh yeah, no, absolutely. And Stardust, like when they did that, you know, that song, right? The music sounds better with you. 
anyone that played Grand Theft Auto knows that song. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, you know, from one of the radio stations. So, I mean, dude, they hooked up with Nile Rodgers. I mean, they're just like, you know, it's oh, when Kanye, like, dude, Kanye West sampled them, right? So everyone's like, yo, what's this song? And like, and they go back and trace and go, oh, shit, this is this off. Let me hear this. And then, you know, th- that blew up. So I don't know. I, um, you know, not to like argue, just argue, whatever, you know, because we're no, that's all good. Um, uh, that Coachella performance is always awesome when they come out of the pyramid and they just play. It would have been cool to watch them play live. It's just the one thing I regret, you know. One of the shows I would love to have seen, I would have loved to see. Yeah, I never, I never saw them live either. Yeah, that was a definitely that would have been cool for sure. Right? Yeah, that would have been cool. So, um, you know, it's not the end. You know, the music will live on, and uh, you can always just you know post out the D- CDs, vinyl, oh, whatever. Yeah. You, got, you know, party it up. Um, face to face is still one of my favorites. That when it, that kicks in, it's just oh, fucking great. Um, the, like this talent, like I said, watch this video. The breakdown of um, one more time. It's pretty cool. But yeah, um, like I said, the look, the suits. You know, the privacy. They, they can take their helmets off and walk around anywhere. I think it's genius. I think it's great. So, um, you know, thanks for like my childhood, my summer. Uh, you know, just like that music always being there, always put a smile on my face. So I think it's cool. So you know. Uh, happy trails to I don't know which one of them was the one that left <laughs> you know if it was Thomas or Geese or a guy so I don't know but uh, you know hopefully whatever you're doing you know uh, you're happy doing your thing and if we hear new music from I'm guessing it's Thomas it's, dude, I don't know for some reason I keep thinking it's him that's it might still be doing stuff so no uh, idea yeah but uh, yeah so I just want I just want to mention that real quick you know just no that happened earlier in the week and I was like what the fuck is this this is crazy <laughs> I'm like, all right, well, punk marathon music, let's do it. And it just puts a big smile on my face. It just brings back a lot of good memories, and it's just, it's just fun. I love it. So, you like the music, Tony? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's cool. It's cool music. It's chill music. It's not my go-to now. Like once, not not much. It's uh, not fast enough. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it doesn't mean I don't appreciate their music and don't enjoy it. My my my, on YouTube they have what they call a supermix, and my supermix is just massive. It has right. all the music that all the music that I like. It's all over the place. I mean, I've, I've got everything in there. But my go-to yeah. music is, um, you know, dark heavy bass. Nice. Yeah. Right on. Well, cool. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna keep the train going. So let's get into some extra real quick, and then uh, mm. get into the, the homework and tournament. So. Uh, who's first on the list, Tony? Who? I've got fire. Fire. Is that the the documentary? Just the fire festival one. I think Harley watched it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched that. Just go back and listen to Fonzo's review. It was. <laughs> I remember it being good, and I remember it being interesting. I, the one thing that was interesting, you know, uh, not seeing it, is I didn't realize that it actually kind of happened. Like it never got canceled. <laughs> Except for until all the fucking hipsters actually showed up. Or not hipsters, it's like the opposite of hipster, right? Like nope, the influencers um, and, Yeah, I mean, the influencers. Influencers, yeah. Yeah. So I, I thought that was interesting. Like they actually a bunch of people showed up and there was nothing there but some fucking tents. Like that was pretty comical. But the gourmet meals. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The fucking cheese sandwich. The cheese yeah. and bread. Um, this guy's still trying to get it going, right? And then, dude, the motherfucker, like life. the day after he posts bail, he's he's hustling, yeah. right? Oh, and I just God. thought, like, me and Chris had an interesting talk after it. I was like, 
this was Trump. This was Donald Trump twenty when he was 25 years old. Because you've kind of do the math. I think he was born in 91. So he must have been like 25, 26 when this was going. And his parents were successful real estate developers. So he was this rich millennial kid who, you know, wanted to sort of be relevant and outdo his parents. And, you know, he got lots of money. And so he started all these business ventures. And when one failed and went under, he just pivoted. And But it was always basically the same thing, like try to appeal to the rich version of him kind of thing. And so, um, but it was crazy, like just the insane partying that led up to the quote unquote, what was supposed to be the party. Like they're just fucking plastered all over the place, just showing up to the islands on rented boats and shit. Like that's the worst possible people to be organizing and jaw rule the whole time. Right. Just fucking like thug life jaw rule. Like he's a caricature. He's like, He's like this wannabe version of Tupac kind of thing. He got, was, payday. He got his payday. You know, he's like, oh, yeah, you know. This dude, he, to be honest like, with you, all the bands he should be in like jail, too. Like, exactly. Blink's like, yeah, we're not going to roll. We're not going to here. Yeah, we're not going. And we kept, everyone kept, you know, saying, the nah, we're not going. We're not going. It's crazy. So, yeah, it was interesting oh, for God, sure. Man. Yeah, it was fucking scary, you know. And what was really sad is that all the locals that never yeah. got paid. It, it, that's the worst yeah. part. Yeah, yeah. That's what sucks. And that, that happens all the time, right? Mm-hmm. You, yeah. There's been a million of those stories written yeah. of people building Trump hotels and they never got paid and contractors and electricians and just the, the very people who go back and vote for this motherfucker. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it, yeah it, it just reminds me of this sort of like so, sociopathy of just completely... There's no, there's no moral, there's no moral compass, right? There's no like, I got to do the right thing here. It's always about just sort of saving face and and mm-hmm. trying to look yep. like you're more important than you are, and oh, kind of pride and, and so, greed. So slimy about it too, and not even like remorseful about it. Just a yeah, dude. Man. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Yeah. So. That's why you don't feel yeah, the solid dollar like for sure. to get. <laughs> No, well, that was, you know, you don't feel bad for the stupid ass influencers, right? Yeah, exactly. They show a couple of clips of like them being on a plane, bitching and complaining about the plane and stuff. And I'm like, that go fuck yourself, you rich fucking, you know, silver spoon motherfucker. Um, but you know, like the, 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 uh, the lady that ran the restaurant, she's mm-hmm. in tears at the end, you know, mm-hmm. she's like, I spent my entire savings to pay for everybody and, and you know, totally fucked over. Meanwhile, literally two weeks later after this guy posts bail or his parents post bail, of course, course. he's fucking emailing everybody. It's like, are you fucking kidding me? It's totally oblivious. Moving on to the next next fucking gig, right? Right. Yeah. And it's always just a, it's just a fucking, just a scam. I mean, I genuinely think that he thought that he could throw this party like i don't well, yeah. think well that's what Jaw rule convinced too i mean right right like i think he genuinely believed he was going to pull it off uh it wasn't until the very end that did you know probably the which was insane because it was like six weeks before they didn't have a fucking single like light yeah but like, what about the best sound drop to the dude andy king this the event producer with the water bottle and shit what did he say remember no, about sucking dick 
Remember? He said, the if I got to suck dick to get out of the water. Remember the old... Oh, my God. Thing? This poor bastard. <laughs> that poor fucking bastard. <laughs> so crazy. You guys it's haven't seen it. I know it came out in 2019, but... Yeah, yeah, no. Check it out for sure. It's interesting. If you're at all curious that. about, like, music festivals and... And I that kind of stuff, a little, not little behind the scenes kind of thing. They were like, "This is going to be the new, uh, the new That's Coachella kind of thing." I thought they were going to do, yeah. The greatest party that never happened is the title, right? To be on Netflix, yeah. It did. It happened. It just wasn't a party. Yeah, but party people won. showed up. Yeah, they should turn into a movie. Had a zombie apocalypse. There's a documentary on Hulu too, which I is saw that one too. Yeah. Oh, did you? Was yeah. it just as good? It's kind of the same thing. The archives, I can't remember. <laughs> I remember liking it a little bit better, I think, because they don't. I think they, I think they talk to different people. Uh, ah, yeah. yeah, that would be. be yeah, that makes more sense. about just the fucking Billy, fucking dude. Yeah. So, all right. What we got next, Tony? Oh, Tony, him with the face, face to face in the background too. That'd be great. If you can, sir. So let me see. What was the next movie we saw? Uh, do you want Harley to talk some more? Or do you want to talk? I'll we'll switch it up. I'll go next. All right, you got Porky's. Oh, yeah, so Porky's, man. That was uh, the Monday Night movie that my buddy Jeff wanted to see, 1981. Again, going back to, like, what I talked about in Hoosier, where your high school students look like 30-year-old, 40-year-old guys, man. It's just insane, uh, which is interesting. This was written and directed by Bob Clark, the same guy that gave us Christmas Story and Black Christmas, the horror movie. It's currently on uh, Amazon Prime right now. In 1954, a group of Florida high school guys try to help their buddy lose his virginity, which leads them to seek revenge on a sleazy nightclub owner and his redneck sheriff brother for harassing them. And they, and the redneck brother is the dude from, uh, what was that show on TV? With the little, uh, I think it was, uh, Emmanuel. What was that kid? The little black kid? Remember that show? We had the white parents? Oh, no, I don't. Okay. He was like, oh, he was an old football player. That would come to me anyways. Um, so yeah, the kids are like 30. They got the one nerdy kid who, uh, Pee Wee. They keep fucking with him. And they got a big dude named Meat. I mean, it's just all these guys. They're all like super cool friends. They're super close. He just wants to get laid so bad that they got a peephole in the girls' locker room in the shower. Um, like I said, it takes place in the 50s. So it's kind of interesting, you know, uh, dynamic where it's like, no, guys and teenagers were always horny. They'll talk about everything, you know, maybe not so much how we talk now, but. Um, we also get the famous uh, uh, Kim Cattrall playing Miss Honeywell, who they nicknamed her Lassie. And if you remember, the P coach is trying to get with her, and his the other P coach is like laughing at him, like, "Yeah, go ahead and talk to her, hang out with her." And he keeps howling. He's like, "Why do you keep? Why do you do that?" She must have been young. Yeah, yeah, smoking in it too. Um, yeah, it's funny. So they have a little. Uh, she's like has a little side part in it too, and you try to figure out why he keeps howling. And later on in the movie, you find out. But you can see all the inspirations from all the little team rom-coms after this from like American Pie and everything else that started. So it's kind of cool to see. And they made Porky's 2, Porky's Revenge, or 3. They made a bunch of other ones. I just like the dynamic of the guys. Of the, of the, the, the guys were all friends. Even the girls that uh, they hung out, they were all friends. They were all trying to get laid, but they were just all part. They, you can see like they were genuinely friends. They were all like cool. They weren't always like, oh, I'm going to get with this girl. Like, get this girl. Kind of like like an old TV show or like a drama where like you, you, you picture all the guys they're going to get with each other. They just see all like seem friends and they'll, when they get together, they'll hang out or whatever. They have to hook up the hook up. If not, you know, that's what it is. But, uh, um, it was cool, man. It was just, it was just a fun, fun, like, like a, you know, I can imagine like, uh, in 81, you know, teens watching this going, Oh yeah, this is hilarious. This is great. This is like their American pie. Right. And, and, it was a hard R wasn't it? 
Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. So yeah, so the nightclub is is run by Porky's, and he's got like a bunch of chicks, and these kids are trying to get in there. And he's like, man, these like high school kids, I ain't trying to use, lose my license, you know. It's like, here, give me a hundred bucks. You guys can go to this room and have all the uh, you know the girls for you want for like an hour. And he ends up tricking them. They drop it. They fall in the water. The kid gets pissed. He wants revenge. And then so we have that whole subplot at the end too with Porky's, and uh, we get the old Mike Hunt uh, prank call, <laughs> mm. which is always classic. I'm figuring out what that like the first time it was happened. So yeah, Porky's is just a lot of fun, man. It's cool. I, I'm buying it for a dollar. I had a good time with it. I'd buy that for a dollar. Oh, there it is. Music to my yeah, He's been playing it for a while now. Oh, so good. Um, so Harley, what do you got next? Yeah, so I watched Just Mercy. So, written and directed by Destin Daniel Cretton. And he doesn't, if you look at his IMDb, he doesn't have much. He's a Hawaiian director. Um, but I think that was the only, like, yeah, anything that you'd actually recognize besides some TV and stuff. Um, anyway, so this is based on a true story. Of uh, mid '80s, I think it's in the mid '80s into the early '90s. World-renowned civil rights defense attorney Brian Stevenson works to free a wrongly condemned death row prisoner. So the uh, the gentleman who's arrested for murder is Jamie Fox, and um, again, this is based on it's it's all I, you know. Of course, I did the, the research and. It, the movie is actually very accurate to what happened. And so uh, Jamie Foxx was a small business business owner um, in the deep South, like Alabama. And this is, you know, post-civil rights. This is, you know, the mid-80s where you'd think there wouldn't be as much racism as there was. And uh, it was absolutely like this gross... Um, this young white woman was murdered brutally, teenager, and um, I don't. It doesn't really explain why they pegged him for it. Oh, it was largely motivated because he had cheated on his wife with a white woman, and it was a small community. What's that? No, 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 no. She's she's another lawyer. Oh, okay. And uh, she, no, I don't even think she's a lawyer. She just like kind of works with him in it. Um, and so it's basically just the the, tor- the story of this lawyer fresh out of Harvard. He's really young. He's like 23. And he's actual, you know, he went to fucking Harvard. Black man went to Harvard for and became a lawyer in 1985, which was, and he still wor- works to this day. And he quickly learned that there were a ton of uh, people on death row that shouldn't have been on death row. They were either blatantly innocent or the, the, uh, the sentence was ridiculous. And, uh, they even have, uh, um, what's his name's in this, uh, ice cube son. Larson's character. She played a local advocate who helped. Yeah. Yeah. So she's not even a lawyer. She's fine in it. She's like, they got her looking kind of, uh, schlubby and her performance is fine. Oh, Everybody's is, performance is, is good. Uh, but that's not what the movie's about. Oh, <laughs> but she's not attractive. Like oh. in the movie, like if you look at stills, like, and I would argue it, oh, yeah, she's, she's just not, 
She's not like her IMDb picture. If you look at it, like, yeah, she's pretty. She's young. I think that's probably why she's pretty is because she's still young. But like, if you watch this movie, you're like, Mm-mm, she ain't that pretty. She's not pretty funny because she's young. <laughs> <laughs> well, people, yeah, anyways, I've, I've said this before. So, um, it's fine. It's good. It's, it is kind of, fine. we've yeah, seen this great. before. It's kind of this kind of courtroom yeah. biography drama. Did the movie to um, all movie take place in the courtroom? No, no. In fact, very little of it took place in the courtroom. Okay. So it's not your typical courtroom drama, but it's that lawyer advocating for somebody who's in jail. And 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 so it's very kind of paint by numbers in that regards. Um, it's a little over two hours and 15 minutes long. And, you know, it's almost exclusively dialogue. Um, and it's, it's mostly... Um, Michael B. Jordan, it's it's more of him kind of just acting his ass off. And he's very good in it. He's very convincing. Uh, Jamie Foxx is also... Good. He's very good. Chet is very good. And so there's a couple scenes, especially towards the end, where you can just see the talent with both of these actors. And they're just... Um, you can just see how how how, you know... Because the rest of the movie is sort of just kind of passable... It's like, for somebody like me, you just assume read the Wikipedia article kind of thing. Sure. Um, but it does a good job of dra- dramatizing it kind of thing. So if, you, if, you're, if you're a sucker for these kind of films, then, then you'll like it. It's, it's done well. You know, it's got a 7.6 on IMDb. And um, it doesn't do anything groundbreaking. I'll say that. Dramatization, dramatization, dramatis symptoms. Drama, drama. Drama, drama. 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 No, I can't yeah. I'm out, Tony. So, um, yeah, it gets a solid dollar. I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> He's got the one headphone ear with, with his shoulder yeah. up, holding the headphones, mixing over there. <laughs> oh, Hold on. I'm working on the next mix. Hold on. <laughs> I'm looking for the next track. <laughs> it reminds me of that Mark Ruffalo movie I watched a couple months ago called Dark Waters. Same thing. Um, you know, sort of that biography, you know one man against a whole army kind of thing. And in this case, he's, he's, you know, he's fighting the racist South and, and it's, it's pretty sad. There's also this element of, um, the green mile where the death penalty is like, there's, there's a scene where, um, a guy on death row is electrocuted and it's really heavy. It's really intense. And it's, it, it, it's it's done into the shocker no um it's done it's done very convincingly like you know you can feel the anxiety of the character and you can feel and it. i can feel it so yeah anyway right. sorry it's a dollar sorry let me make fun but i'm just trying to lighten it up yeah no it's all good it's, it's not it's like a heavy movie it's it like well acted so yeah that's cool yeah I, you know, I enjoy movies like that. I just gotta be in the right mood, right? You know? So, um, you know, right now I'm not. So, <laughs> <laughs> so what's next, Tony? You've got uh, Miracle or Barb and Star. Uh, let's go with Barb and Star. Go to Vista Del Mar. Sometimes you gotta, you gotta, you gotta be harder, better, faster, stronger. Sometimes you know what I'm saying. <laughs> so this is a comedy. It's written by Annie Mumolo and Kristen Wiig. It stars. And it stars Kristen Wiig and Annie Momo. So they directed it. And it's like lifelong friends, Barb and Star, embark on the adventure of a lifetime 
when they decide to leave their small Midwestern town for the first time ever. Now, this seems like, uh, when you watch it, you're like, this seems like, uh, you know how, like, the SNL movies in the past, they were all based off of, uh, SNL skits? Kind of like Wayne's World, Coneheads. Um, right. What are those other ones? Like, uh, it's Pat. Remember the old, like, skits? Like, oh, we should make this a movie. Sometimes, sometimes it works, sometimes it didn't. This one feels like a lot, like a long skit. Um, I heard a review on a podcast. They were laughing, having a good time with it. I'm like, you know what? This would be a cool movie me and Amy watch. I can get her to watch because we're both huge Kristen Wiig fans. We think she's hilarious. And we saw that she wrote this and we're like, all right, cool. I mean, look, if you look at the cover, it's fucking bananas. They're on top of a fucking giant shrimp for crying out loud. I mean, it's just like, mm. it doesn't take yourself too seriously. It's so, it's, you get random like musicals here and there. It's like, <laughs> it's crazy. You get a, you get a cameo by, uh, Morgan Freeman as a crab. Who like she's sitting there pondering things, you know, looking at the beach, and then like Mister the crab starts talking to her. You're like, this sounds like Morgan Freeman, and then he even says, "My name is Morgan Freeman." And he starts talking to her, giving like this whole like like everything she needs to hear, right? <laughs> to the like, motivator, it's it's just and, and shit like that. It's just random, like things will randomly happen. Like, dude, okay, so just to break it down, like the very beginning of the movie, they're talking, they're having their they're having their tea, you know, they're holding their tea like the like women do. They're having a good time, they're chatting, going back and forth. Here come the credits. And they're like in this nice little like uh, house, and then next thing you know, these two people come up to them like, "Hey, how much do you guys work here?" And you're like, "Huh?" And you pan back, and they're like at IKEA. They're literally hanging out in the living room section of IKEA, having a conversation like they were at their home on their day off or something. And then you realize that they both work at that place, and uh, and they come to find out they're talking to their boss, and they were both off that day, but they like hanging out with each other. So it's like, oh yeah, if she's off. I like to come into work and talk to her. Or if I'm off, she comes to work with me. Come to find out they were both hanging out on their day off talking. And they get, uh, the, 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 the store's getting sold. So they get fired. So they gotta figure out what to do with their life. And you're like, okay, this is, this is where it's gonna go. They, this is how they get to go to this one Vista place. That sounds like it's paradise. And sure enough, one of their friends shows up. She's got divorced. She said, magical place. You have to go there. So that's what happens. They go over there. But this weird subplot. Okay. So it's like a, sounds like a weird, you know, comedy or whatever, right? But, what, what sets it apart from every other like comedy is you have this this backstory of this evil super villain played by Kristen Wiig who's like it's straight out of an Austin Powers movie mm. where like you got this like in the very beginning you got this Asian kid on a bicycle on a, like a uh, paper route throwing newspapers and then he goes on to like submarine some level you're like did I just did the movie switch like what happened here what are we watching like all of a sudden we got this uh the dude from uh 50 shades of gray who's like your henchman who's gonna like uh do the do the her evil ruling of her like he's like a minion i guess um if it's almost like she's playing her character from despicable me right she's a villain but like <laughs> she's played it it's it reminds me of, like zoolander now i think about it, right where you got the, mm. the crazy the story backdrop with like the mugatu and stuff um but you get introduced to that character real quick so you know like okay this is what it's like this is what's going on she something happened to her character and she wants to like destroy the world whatever, right so it's like you have this buddy not buddy cop movie but buddy these two women um you know living their life bestest friends ever but they don't they're really sheltered and then you have this fucking backstory of this evil woman and like you know they they're, they're their path is going to cross i know it sounds bonkers and it's crazy and it's so random i don't know it's kind of 6.6 which is kind of sad because it's it's so random and so funny and so different and I was listening to another podcast where they're... Oh, no, I was talking to our friend Brooke. Our friend Brooke. We were just talking. I go, she's like, there's nobody out there like, making movies or being brave. Like, 
movies from the 70s 80s will never get anything like that right we're nothing no one's trying anything different and i'm like here they're trying something different it's like we've seen you know the spy movie the the dr evil we've seen that and that but never in the put together i guess like that so i appreciate something trying something new and different and fresh um like when you said paint by numbers hard as they kind of like it was like already like okay then we kind of already know where it's gonna go Unfortunately, mm. this one I didn't know what the fuck it was going to go, where it's going. I'm just like, we're laughing the whole time, going, here's a ma- random musical. Here's a cut back to the scenes of their friends, like not hanging out. Or, I, it's just random and fun. And it was just, it, it just, it worked, man. It was funny. So, yeah, we're giving this uh, movie a dollar. <laughs> I'd buy that for a dollar. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's so funny. I don't know. It's, it's so random. It's, I have yeah. no idea what you just reviewed. Well, I really do me neither. I said that loud. <laughs> I try to do it as best as I could. Try to put them all together. Dude. It's so random. Um, I guess you have to watch the trailer. Maybe it might make sense. Oh, the trailer starts off as like a Stranger Things movie. God damn it! All right, see, go, I, I'm telling you. I, let's see, I'm going to IMDb right now. Press play because the thing one that I the thing the, the one that I saw is everyone's like even on the comments on YouTube. Like, well, I thought this was a Stranger Things ad. Oh yeah. So if you watch the trailer on IMDb, sure enough, it's got the Stranger Things font. It's got uh, this kid on the bike. Yeah. It's totally... Are you watching right now? No. It, it just says some things, and it's in the font. It, it totally huh. makes you think you're watching Stranger Things, and it just totally switches it up. Oh, so, so good. <laughs> oh, man. All right, so what's next? Uh, Miracle. Okay. You guys ever seen this or heard of this story? No. I remember it. Oh, you saw it? Yeah, oh, okay, years yeah. ago. Okay, yeah, directed by Gavin O'Connor, starring Kurt Russell, Patricia Clarkson. A true story of Herb Brooks, the player-turned-coach who led the 1980 U.S. Olympic hockey team to victory over the seemingly invincible Soviet squad. That pretty much tells you the movie right there. Mm. <laughs> by Disney, it's a sports movie. You know, they just they just know how to do that, you know. It's just, I know, we know Disney's a big conglomerate. They own everything, right? But at one point, we weren't all mad at them, right? They were putting out these cool right. guys from, from the tie-ins. And Kurt Russell's great. He's just a really hard ball buzzer. Uh, I think at the end of the movie too, which is kind of sad. Um, the um, he had died during uh, pro- um, production. Her Brooks, so he never got to see the movie. But that, mm-hmm. I like that end credit said he didn't get to see it, but he lived it. Um, so it was cool. He was a player who got I forget if he got injured or he got sat down before the team got to go play. You know, so he's always had this like fucking urge to like dude win the gold win the Olympics right I was chosen for this this is what I need to do and he pushes his players so fucking hard um, and I think it's interesting that we don't I kept thinking of, I kept picturing because it's you know it's Disney it's a hockey movie I kept wanting to get to know all the hockey players like in Mighty Duck style and we don't get that you know it's more serious because mm-hmm. it's pretty much more about the coach and you know how it went down because at one point he does all the interviews because he doesn't want him distracted and the one of the uh, reporters is like are you, is, are you doing this for a reason? Like, you just want all the attention? You don't want your players to know? And he's like, no, I'm just, you know, don't want them to get distracted. And he's like, he's real tight ship. And uh, I thought he did a good job of it. You know, the skating's cool. Uh, I thought it was neat that we heard Al Michaels' live calls. Like, I figured they must have just gotten the real audios and just played the movie, like, filmed the shots or scenes around the commentary, which I thought was pretty neat and kind of cool idea to storyboard it when you already have, like, a live commentary about it from way back when. So that might be very helpful and it was cool to just hear his voice listen to me that's all like Al Michaels sure enough it was him um, so but yeah I wanted to hear I wanted to see the knuckle puck I wanted to see the flying V I wanted to see Gold Rose you know, I wanted to have all zany characters I wanted to see him go to Beverly Hills Rodale all that shit I'm like nope we ain't getting that this is this is a serious movie <laughs> um, 
uh, but it's cool to see like young. They were young kids too. They're all twenty. They're like in their college, um, uh, going up against like this. Like I said, this unstoppable Russian team that look like fucking. They're all Ivan Dragos and shit. These guys are all like you know the Mighty Ducks, you know. But they hung in there, they persevered, man. It was it's cool. I just love good sports, you know, feel good movies. And it was a perfect movie to show on a Saturday night screening. That uh, that'd be fitting, and everyone seemed to enjoy it. So that was cool. It's getting a little cold outside, you know, so they felt like we were in the actual, like, hockey rink. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> America gets a high dollar, and that's awesome. I'd buy that for a dollar. Yeah, but the weirdest part is when uh, uh, the ball guy with the cat came in with the fucking shark with laser on the beam, tried to kill everybody. That's when it got really weird. Mm. That's a different movie. That's a different movie. That's a different movie. Mm. <laughs> I was trying to confuse Tony again. <laughs> Tony, Tony's like the live uh, the dude from uh, Napoleon Dynamite. I don't, I don't understand a word you just said. <laughs> I was so convinced. I I tried to nail it as best as I could, and then like after I I'm like stopped going. Oh man, what the fuck did I just say? <laughs> I know Tony. I'm telling you, when I watch it, I'm thinking that I'm like, how the fuck am I gonna review this? This makes no sense. People were laughing. <laughs> we're having a good time. I was following you up and up uh, into IKEA. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's the thing, right? I'm trying to mention that part of the movie, so we we get that. I'm I'm with it too, and then we get boom, boom, boom. We get this uh, the, the evil double gang, or she's this evil villain trying to take over the world. Like, what the fuck? As I thought, something somebody changed the channel, or did the movie? Sk- you know what I mean? I'm like, what what happened here? And then we go back to the friends, you know, to get oh, so random, interesting, right? Barbara Star. Yeah. So random, right? I just explained it for like ten minutes. And Tony's like, I don't know what you just said. I'm like, it is so random, right? It's random. Yeah, like in that airplane when they're talking about the the Trish, Trish the name Trish. Literally, they're on the plane for like what six hours, from like morning. The, you can see all the passengers asleep, and they're still talking about the name Trish and how much they love it. It was like Bubba. It was like Forrest. yeah, Bubba from Forrest Gump talking about shrimp. They, they literally oh, shit. for like ever. Right, they land and they're still talking about it. They're going down the escalator. They're still talking about Trish. Like, what? Are they still talking about this name, Trish? It's unbelievable. So, but it was funny though. Huh? And then I mean, yeah, the musical. I talked about that, but then I mentioned the villain. You know, yeah, and that's when they were, that's when Tony was like, "What? He's like, you lost me at IKEA." <laughs> yeah. Oh, so random. Yeah. That's where they worked at. Whatever. It's kind of like that furniture store. Yeah. <laughs> so what's the, is that it? Is that all of them? Uh, yep, that's all I have. That's all I got. So Tony, that was the last episode of Wandavision. Did, are you? Did you binge it? Oh no, I didn't know. I, I've avoided anything that said Wandavision. I didn't know when it was over. Now that I know that it's over, we'll we'll binge it, and uh, for next time. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Watch it quick so you don't see spoilers. Well, yeah, exactly. But it's just cool to make it finish it. You know. I thought it was a great. I thought it was. That was awesome. And the way they break down the last two episodes, yeah, you'll enjoy it. Ah. Yeah. Cool. All right. So, should we get into the homework, or should we crown a winner? What should we do? Right, normally, we get into Hi. homework first. Yeah, let's do homework. All right. Is this your homework? Is this your homework? Is this your homework? Is this yours, Larry? Is this your homework? Is this your homework? We know that this is your homework. We know that this is your homework. Should should play something from homework. <laughs> yeah, the funk or something in the background. Yeah. Did you guys see the trailer for Army of the Dead, by the way? Yes. 
I have not. Is it cool? It's awesome. Yeah. Right? It's like it's like a video game. It totally is. Yeah. Good. It's awesome. It's by Zack Snyder, right? Mm-hmm. Like the, the, uh, yeah. The zombie genre. You got Batista in there. Well, the yeah. picture on IMDb. I was like, you know, waiting for the, to choose a movie. And dude, there's all these fucking badass guys and and, and, and women. And one of them's totally Vasquez. She got the red headband, totally fucking alien style. It's fucking um, uh, yeah, it's fucking Zack Snyder. Fuck the screenplay too. A following a zombie outbreak in Las Vegas, a group of mercenaries take the ultimate gamble, venturing into the quarantine zone to pull up the greatest heist ever attempted. Well, that's right. They're trying to rob some too, right? Are this shit's going down. How crazy! It sounds like, like you said, Tony. It sounds like a movie or a video game. Video game. Yep. Um, all about it. Yeah, there's like a video game. Uh, whoa, did we lose Harley? Oh shit, we just lost Harley. Oh boy. Oh, and he's back. Check, check. There you are. Sorry, my mic got disconnected, and then <clears throat> when I plugged it back in, you guys couldn't hear me. So. Okay. So yeah, we get a chance. Watch that trailer, Harley. It's pretty cool. Yeah, no, I'm I'm totally down. Like, I've been, I um, I read this big long article on like, I can't remember what it was, but it talked about the. Uh, sorry, I'm getting comfortable. Um, it talked about the the director's cut of Justice League, the, the four hour and, cut. Yeah, and and like the whole like how it all went down, and it was exactly. I felt vindicated. They fired his ass. He didn't quit. Mm. Um. He lost his daughter during the making of it. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not. I don't know. But they had like they literally the the production. They had like babysitters from the production like go to the set every day to make sure that he was quote unquote like directing the movie the way they wanted to see it. Like, yeah. Yeah. So why? Yeah, they just put his name on it. He didn't get to say much. That sucks. Well, and then apparently the um, when what's his name took over. He was was like, he was a monster. Like everybody was complaining, he was abusive and screaming and yelling, and he was an asshole. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. So, it's it's no surprise that the movie was a mess. Yeah. So I can't imagine. I mean, I think the fucking Zack Snyder's cut is four hours long. It's like Jesus Christ, what the fuck? And they added stuff like they added some characters and right, right. just move on already. I can't imagine how they're going to make it. Much better it's going to get. Yeah, it, it must be just com- this, a completely you know? different movie. That's right. the only thing I can think of. I, mean, I don't even care. Like, what other movies? But like, oh no, there's a better one. There's a better one. We got to just watch it. Like, oh yeah, motherfucker. Here's a four hour cut. Enjoy. Try sitting it through one, you know, one sitting. Right. What the, why do I need to I mean, for four I, hours, don't get me wrong. Though? I mean, the the four hours director's cut of Dances with Wolves. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. Oh, well, there right? you go. Like, and this movie's tailor-made for you. <laughs> but, I mean... You sit the, down the, there with no pee break and watch that whole thing and review it the, for us next week. How about that? The theatrical release is probably two and a half hours. You know, it's like... You know, when I when I want movie reviews and I want interest... When people are super excited about a movie, they're going to check it out. You know who I go to? My man, MCP. Check this out. Tony, you going to watch that movie? No. There you go. <laughs> See? Done. <laughs> but how, how many hours how many hours do you have in WandaVision? Vision? I don't know. About, uh... Two? No, if you, if you binge watch the entire season, you'll have five and a half, six hours. Right. In that motherfucker. 
You know what I mean? One, that's one consistent story that was, that was you know conceived from the beginning and and ties into other Marvel movies, which DC can't do. DC DC struggles. DC right. they jumped. Well, they try to early. do too much too soon. They've they tried to do Batman too. They got other stuff. It's like this just—it's just a mess. Just stick to the anime. They're just movies. The DC. Yeah, they're just anime shit at the wall. Speaking of animated movies, the Netflix uh, ordered a Terminator anime movie, animated series. What? Oh, I saw that. Yeah. yeah. Terminator anime series is happening on Netflix. Interesting, right? Your boy, boy, starting a trend. Tony ain't the only hipster, or Harley ain't the only hipster. <laughs> Talk about endoskeletons left and right, and guess what happens? Boom. Netflix like yo. My man wants endoskeletons. We got you. Anime form. Booyah. How about that? So. Look what look what they did with the Animatrix. I thought that yeah. was really compelling. Very cool. Dude, I thought that was cool because that movie and the video game tied into the movie. Because I got characters, Ghost and, and uh, uh, Jada Pickett's character from the video game. Mm. Uh, there was a cool, um, was a cool uh, mission in that game. And then I saw them in Animatrix. I'm like, yo, I know those characters. So I thought that was mm. cool. And I think they pop up in part two, right? Did I pick his character? I don't remember. I don't remember. But yeah. But yeah, so sorry. We're at we're, uh, homework time. Yeah. Yeah, leave, leave no trace. Harley. Yeah, so I picked this one. Um your fucking life right now, Harley? What's going on? I know, it's kind of interesting. It's like, no, it's just Dad you know, and daughter going hiking and shit. I'm like, this is kind of Hollywood right here. Check this I know, out. it kind of uh, uh, was ironically me and Mazzy went for a, a hike today. Um, yeah, I, 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 no. I saw it on, uh, although Mazzy got a blister on her foot. Um, oh, uh, what was I going to say? Uh, yeah, I've had it on my list for a while. And then when I watched Nomadland, that kind of re- made me think of it. And so I picked it because I can come up with anything yeah, else. Like, so, yeah, you got this little... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The the IMDb is kind of... What does it say, Tony? Do you have it up? Can you pull? Can you read this synopsis? Yeah, a father and his 13-year-old daughter are living in an ideal existence in a vast urban park in Portland, Oregon, when a small mistake derails their lives forever. Yeah, so... Um, I, I, that's kind of mis, misleading. I, I wouldn't say they're ideal. <laughs> it's, it's like, I, I think the, you know, uh, we, I think we can kind of get into spoilers. Um, well, it's ideal to the character. To, well, it's, it's ideal what to he's the characters. Compelled to do. I don't. It's I like, don't know that. It's, it's ideal to them. It, the, the way the movie paints it out, it is ideal to them at the beginning of the movie. They're ha- perfectly happy with it. They don't yeah, want, don't no, want anything more. For sure. Especially the husband. And that's all the their ideal um, is. It's right. just good enough. That's all they really wanted. Well, and I, but I think for the daughter, the only reason why it's ideal for her is because she doesn't know any better. Exactly. But that, that's, that doesn't, but th- that's what the movie is about. But it's right. still accurate in that in the first part, she doesn't know any better. So it is ideal. She wanted right. to go back. Right. So I mean the, the 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 synopsis isn't supposed to tell us the ending, so <laughs> right right. So um, so they're said you know, that Darth Vader is Luke's dad. What the fuck? <laughs> they're they're effectively homeless, living living out in the woods, very minimalist. And uh, the father, hey, hey, Harley, you got that spark thing to make fire? Yeah, actually, I do. 
I was gonna say. You need I have one. That shit. That was bad. I have one on my. I have one on my endurance. My my dual sport dirt bike because I'm always out in the woods. You know, if I get stranded, I need you to have do. a flint fire starter. And then we have one here at the house. What's your fire starter? Fire starter. Yeah, absolutely. It works too. Oh, shit, do I got to do a mashup now? Yeah, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's his name's dead? So shit. There oh come on, man! Wait, wait, wait. So, uh, anyways, uh, they get chased out, and um, they get split up. And I don't know how realistically that would be, um, because they they're. Sort I imagine of... it's realistic because if you don't have evidence that um, you're related, and even if you do have evidence you're related, they're trying to protect the child. Oh, first, yeah, uh, yeah, I, yeah, and I that part I actually dig, or I I believe I think um, them getting housed at the at the little the the little double wide. I thought that seemed kind of I was like really I like they placed them in a home. Like that, I thought well, that was kind of interesting. That, that and that's the thing about the movie is that it's it's really wholesome in its portrayal of homelessness. Right. Like the people are very generous and very giving and very welcoming, and there's no real um, threat, like danger right. in, in the movie, and it leads to a not so entertaining uh, experience that we're normally used to. But in terms of painting uh, homelessness, they make the world seem like, hey, civilization is nice. Why are you out there on your own? There's people out here who are willing to do things for you. You know, go ahead and join us. Join us in civilization. You don't have to be out there on your own. And that's it. That's all we get. We don't get the scary side of of the world that other movies paint. So it was it was very interesting. I was like, I, I kind of dug it just because it's a nice change of pace. Um, you know, we don't we're not seeing psychopaths and and, and serial killers in this one. Yeah, it didn't. It didn't beat you over the head with, with the sort of social commentary of what are we going to do with the homeless population, right? It's kind of the, you know, there's there's one scene where they're tearing down the homeless camp, and that was kind of the most sort of in your face. Like, what are you going to do with all these homeless people? You know, especially in California, right? All these from from San Diego to fucking fucking seattle washington the entire west coast within 10 miles you just have these huge homeless populations and uh uh it's like what do you do what do you do do with these with all these people obviously a huge percentage of them are you know have disabilities there's you know this this guy is a veteran it's implied that he's you know or it's not even implied i think it basically comes clear yeah it comes up or halfway through pretty clear that he's a veteran and he saw he probably saw some pretty pretty major shit and he's got some pretty significant ptsd and that's probably the biggest reason why he's sort of afraid of people and wants to just live this off the grid kind of thing and uh, it sounds like he's more or less got stuck with his daughter because it implies that wife got died we're not really sure um there's a lot of plot left out left let for you to fill in the blanks color 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 wherever you'd like favorite there's a lot of that uh, well but i don't think that's like it's not the 
point of the movie, like, oh, you have to figure it out for yourself. It's just they don't, they don't, they don't have to tell you everything, right? It's just a character piece about these two people, and you know she's kind of fo- following dad, but at the same time, she gets a little taste of the real world, and she's like, oh, I want this, you know, and so he's he ends up having to kind of deal with her, um, and so. Um, I, I, I thought it was compelling. I thought the performances were good. Um, yeah, agreed. I mean, it was absolutely compelling. I thought the, uh, you know, all the supporting cast were, were good. Um, it's not, it, there's not nearly as much dialogue as for some reason I anticipated. There's a lot of, you know, just, just the camera panning and sitting on a person looking, you love you that know, shit. looking sad. And so uh, once I realized that that's what the film was about, I was like, okay, I'm on board. Cool. And, and so it's a, it's a relatively quick burn. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. It was, it was, it was slow. It was a slow burn. Oh, interesting. It's very slow burn. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bored to tears. Could not get into it. Huh. I wanted to like Ben Foster. You know, he's great in Hill or High Water. Um, but just could not, just could not, um, could not get into it. I just, you know, I'm like waiting. Like you said, there's, there's things to fill in, but I'm like, okay, whatever. You know, we'll find out later on in the movie. We'll find out why. And, um, we're just following these characters and I'm just like, he's not incredibly charismatic in this film. You know? Nope. Yeah. He's not particularly like I kept wanting his high water character. You know what I mean? I wanted his mm. character from that movie to be in this yeah. one, right? Like hey, right. the dad, I mean the relationship and um yeah, it just wasn't fine. I just like Amy like this is a homework I'm all yeah. I watch it, she's like, nah. I'm yeah. like, You're you're lucky. <laughs> Two minutes in, Lenny's like, like Harley signed us, didn't he? <laughs> People living out in the woods. This is Harley's. This is Harley's pick. Yeah, there was a there was a backwoods uh, uh, mutant cannibal looking dude in overalls chasing the wind. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, that was fun though. But there was no crazy deranged mountain man like a la wrong turn. So yep, yeah, yep. it wasn't all in someone's you know so dream. I just so I didn't assign it. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, to me, it was more like a nightmare. I can can <laughs> wouldn't finish those over. I just yeah, I just it was just not for me. I was just, or I couldn't get into it. Sorry, waste of time for me. Mm. Oof. Yeah. That would be a dollar for me. Of time. I'd buy that for a dollar. Um. Yeah, there's another movie that it kind of reminds me of. Oh, there was um Daniel Day Lewis was in a movie where he's a single father and it's sort of this idyllic lifestyle with his pre-puberty daughter kind of thing. I can't remember the name of that movie. Anyways, um, yeah, I enjoyed it. I, I I thought it seemed you know, it doesn't glorify homelessness, um, but at the same time, it kind of it, How you know, do you glorify homelessness? I'm sorry? Like that other movie we watched. Yeah, like like the movie I watched last week. It kind of glorifies this woman who oh, lives out of her yeah, van. Yeah. You know, it doesn't. It you know, and it's like, sure. 
you go to fucking homelessness in Los Angeles, right? And you go to one of these tent cities, right? Like, I guarantee you the level of drug yeah, addiction. She was really homeless. No, she, she was in a fucking place. van. It'd be like living out of right. your fucking minivan. Better than a okay. tent. She's, yeah, no shit. Um, <laughs> right? Um, I mean, these motherfuckers are living like, yeah, Same. like they're sharing a tent. Like, it's hardcore. Yeah. Yeah, um, mushrooms and shit. You know, I'm like, oh, right, right. I mean, I, I feel like they'd be skinnier, <laughs> but neither here nor there. So, um, but it it shows how he is. He's essentially incapable of functioning in in a in a normal society. And I thought they did a c- compelling job of pointing that across. And 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 the interesting psychology of the daughter, who like. Tony, you pointed out, like, she didn't know any better. Like, it's ideal just because it's, you know, she feels safe. She's with her dad. You know, he's he's confidence-inspiring. And so, um, you know, she, she doesn't... But then, obviously, towards the end, when they have this kind of... It's... it's They're living in a... Like, an off-grid RV park up in the woods. Like, that's... But there's other people, right? And there's other, like peers for her like that's obviously the big thing for her is she wants peers she wants she wants people her age to be able to talk to and and eventually you know bed down with kind of thing um and he just wants to be completely alone he just can't handle anything even remotely you know societal so well and uh, and the main the main uh contention is that uh they have different needs they're in different stages of their life and he didn't prepare her properly for Right. The, the life that she 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 will eventually lead um he's got some issue with something and the movie point you know does a does a good job of pointing out that it's his issue and not hers right and and he's not thinking about it that way he's trying to protect her from something but she doesn't know what it is and he doesn't communicate it with her and she doesn't he doesn't tell her what the world he he, he does is is protecting her but doesn't tell her why and 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 when she gets exposed to the world that she's being protected from and realizes this isn't that scary there's you know they, like she had no reason to fear the world it was just a world and then and then she's seen that the, it's actually kind of nice and there's well it's a know, scary place especially for yeah but like it, it it's a scary place but it wasn't scary to her i mean they no. went out into the town like not a big deal it's not like they were like they had their drills that they were practicing at the beginning but it wasn't like constant anxiety they were pretty relaxed um you know their main issue was just hunger uh at the beginning you know so it it, it did seem like um he just didn't prepare her properly or, or or didn't um educate her about about how society can help uh, is there to help civilization is about strangers helping each other you know you got your you know a stranger is checking out your your food at the grocery store as strangers is is fixing the light poles it's like that's all that's what it's about and she didn't get exposed to that so then when she does get slowly exposed to it and realizes that hey there's conveniences out here that are better than living in the woods yeah, she's no kind of like why the fuck are we going back dad and he doesn't tell her right. he's just like no no no, we have to go back and she doesn't understand it but she loves her dad and follows him anyway and that's kind of where we end up at the end she's like no this th- th- there's no reason for us to leave there's right. maybe a reason for you to leave 
and, and you know, and that's that's where we get the end, you know, the the, right. the conf the, the actual conflict that we get to at the end of the movie. And I like that because what it did was it's it 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 showed him as not being a bad guy. He's right. not a villain, right? You know, he he you know lets her have her way, so to speak, mm-hmm. and he doesn't fight her, and he doesn't really fight her throughout the movie either. Right. She's just yeah, packs along. They have a, yeah, they're like joking around when they're making food, and he like thanks her, like hey, that was really good, right? You know, and so I mean, you, you got to be best friends. I mean, you guys can live. In yeah, no yeah. sure. Yeah, nothing else. There's no TV, no radio, no nothing. It's just you guys' right. conversation. And that's it. That's your you guys are each other's entertainment. So right, oh, so. You know, I want. I did want some horrible eggs though afterwards. afterwards. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And what's yeah. the egg show? Is that something? Or was it was just for decoration. No, I think that's that's real. Um, I think it uh, keeps Chris, slugs I, I, or something. It keeps yeah, it keeps slugs and and uh, oh, squirrel okay. or not squirrels, uh, uh, snails, snails out. Snails. It cuts up their. It cuts them up. Oh shit! Oh, oh man, it's like it. damn. That's fucked up. Like barbed wire for for snails and right slugs. for snails and yeah, slugs. Exactly. Wow. I guess it's probably it's popular in Humboldt because they have so many slugs and snails. Because even hmm. y'all snail murders up there, man. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I met a, a customer earlier today. She was uh, she used to live in Mountain Shasta. I tripped oh, out. Oh right on. Yeah. There you go. I go. My buddy lives in Dunsmuir. She goes, "You what? Get out of here! I don't live in Dunsmuir, motherfucker." I say used to. Oh, I used to. Yeah. I live in Lake Shastina, son. Yeah. <laughs> Which they know that place too. So that doesn't <laughs> sound much better, right? And we both had cats named Pumpkin, but that was pretty interesting. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I had a brat named Pumpkin. Oh, you did? Yeah. Now he's playing. Now he's playing OG shit. Yes, sir. Let's see. Speaking of OGs, that's how the OGs did this week. Uh, yeah. Well, I give it a I, I give it a dollar. It was close okay. to a waste of time, um, but the way it wrapped it up, I was I was kind of happy with it. Uh, I was happy wow. with the relationship that they established and that they it was it was actually kind of wholesome and and a a positive, not like glorifying uh, point of view of homelessness. So, Laney were homeless. That's what it looked like. An old man with a young girl. <laughs> yeah, everybody questioning. Like, hey, hey, uh, young miss, I need to talk to you. Are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> you, yeah. right. Is this man yeah. bothering you? Yeah, even though it's like Harley and his dog, but it's like, it could be Tony Laney too. Yeah, yeah. So, where are we at? Points. Angie, 20, 33 and a half. Where's Reed at? Uh, Art, eleven and a half. Evan, twenty-eight and a half. Ooh. Ronaldo, eight. Reed, zero. Damn. No, we got one point because he got Tony's excitement pick right. All right, Reed has one point. There you go. He knew Tony was going to get jump out of his seat and cheer, and he did. <laughs> so yeah, I totally um, did. Right. So, yeah. how many points is for the winner of the of the tournament, Tony? Remember, we it's twenty. That's ooh, ooh. Damn, that's big right there. Yeah, right. That's big. So, 
that could totally change the game up right there. Yeah, but right now we're uh, we're in the homework, so we got to listen to the calls, right? That's right. Did everyone call? Uh, I've got seven motherfucking calls. Jesus so. Christ! Now remember, you know that's art. Art does a bunch of calls. <laughs> now remember, we're giving out points if a certain somebody calls and tells us they're what tired. If they're if that's they right. if they say that they're tired, then everyone uh-huh. else gets points except that person. If that person just claims that they win the 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 season, then they can win the season. They just have to claim their prize. But remember, <laughs> there's a continuation of points. The more times he says it, you guys keep getting yes, points. Yes, yes. Each successive each successive week that they say that they're tired, you get double the amount of points. Is it? Is right. it? So it'll be one, two, four, eight, yes. sixteen. Yes, yeah. yes. That's the game. Nice. That's what that is the game. I love it. I fucking love it. I'm hoping. It. I know. I wanted to make a game out of it. Like, you know what, motherfucker? You want to say all the time? All right, let's make it a game. Right now. The best part is that, like, the first week he didn't even he missed the call. Right. <laughs> yeah, the first time we, were, we started the game. That's right. He called. He's son of a bitch. Uh, classic Denal. Classic. Just yep. All right, we ready? We're ready. Hey, what's up, guys? This is your homeboy, Art, calling in on early Monday, because I have a question. It looks like Sleepy D, fucking Sleepy D, fell asleep again and forgot to make this call. A few weeks ago now, uh, from the time that you guys did this, Bonzo said that I was to get extra points, bonus points, if uh, Sleepy D, Mr. Donaldo, says he's tired. I, I nope. want to put an option out there that we should get fucking double points, two points, because the motherfucker was so tired, he didn't even show up. So that should be <laughs> two points instead of the one. Uh, that's just the justice. What are we going to do about this guy? How is he tired all the time? What is he doing? And that, take care from the pie. He makes a good point. <laughs> but no. Well, that's the thing. The one guy who doesn't have... No, he wants, he wants points for, for, for everything. Oh, he doesn't he call. Does I, I get points. He calls and says he's tired. I get points. Art Art's like the uh, the guy who tried to have the fire festival. <laughs> he's willing to suck dick. No, 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 no. That was <laughs> suck dick for points. <laughs> oh wow! Hey, he, he, hang on. He's got like a. Off uh, another minute on this call. I think this is where uh, he, he left. He left the line open. Are you hearing this? Yeah. I can't understand what he's saying. Oh, is he talking or is he listening to something? He might be listening to something. I I can't understand it. Interesting. <laughs> maybe he's uh, talking to his boss or something. Yeah, maybe, gotta, maybe. We're, maybe we're, we're not even supposed to be listening to this. We can we can get you know, shut down just for eavesdropping. But yeah, all right, it's on, it's, it's on audible, anyways. Yeah. Okay, so he didn't say shit on that call, right? Okay. He, he just tried to. He's, just, he's trying to. He's trying to uh, get extra get points. Argue that he should be getting. Everyone should be getting points if Donaldo. Doesn't right. even call in. Yeah, nice try. No, good try. Not gonna happen. But no. Yeah. All right, next. Hey, how's it going, fellas? I uh, hope you're doing well on this beautiful Sunday. 
I was originally going to call in with the old uh, SNL coffee talk uh, accent, but uh, my old dame broad keeps coming in, so I don't want to break character. You know, I'm not hot. So, uh, <laughs> oh, you know what I'm saying? Fired. I'm trying to keep it together here. Um, I'm all thrilled, you know, that I made the final cut for the championship round for that uh, spicy mustard tournament, and uh, it's truly an honor. Uh, the real reason, though, that I'm calling in today is for my picks for uh, this week. Leave no trace. Everyone's going to give this one a dollar. Oh. Uh, speaking of D, then I'll go make sure you say how tired you are this week, honey. <laughs> uh, so we can uh, all move along here. Uh, anyway, we'll talk to you next week. Bad boys for life. It's a classy dame right there, fellas. A classy yep. dame. Yep. Classy dame. Insulting for listeners. Absolutely. Unfortunately, it doesn't work to remind Donaldo to say he's tired. Right. On, on the, the call. call. <laughs> 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 I love how everybody wants that point so bad. I love that they're so excited about that game. I love it. Uh, so she did okay. She got yeah. uh, she did three points because she got the accent and then me sure. and Tony's dollar. So that brings her up to thirty six and a half. Nice, nice. Yeah, and then her one of her picks in the in the spicy tournament, spicy yeah. mustard tournament. Speaking of spicy mustard, Harley, what's up? You got an update? Uh, I had spicy headboards? mustard on my hamburger tonight. Oh, was it great poupon? Was it regular mustard? Uh, it was. It was. It was great poupon. Actually, look at you. Look at you getting out of the box, switching it up. Did it taste good? I I don't like regular mustard. I think we've. I feel like we've had this conversation before. No, you love regular mustard. That's the problem. You're what? a plain mustard kind of guy. What are you talking about, Tony? Yeah, like you you specifically said, you don't normally like adding spice to your mustard. Exactly. <laughs> you have plain buns and meat. <laughs> <laughs> To kill me and buns, and that's it. I don't like it dry, though. You know, uh, I like a little. Oh, come on! You gotta, you gotta lube it up first, or what? <laughs> no, like what's that? What's that dude that eats, eats the ham, hot dogs really fast, and he just dips yes, it in the he just water dips so it. he can choke him down? Kobayashi. Oh Kobayashi. my gosh, that's you, huh? He likes the Kobayashi mustard. <laughs> He's quick too, man. Oh, wow. Man. So no, no other. What else do you add to your burger? You keep playing Jane. Are we you? still talking about hamburgers? Or are we talking? About <laughs> yeah, stuff? he's like, please, <laughs> oh, please clarify, no, Cody. <laughs> <laughs> they go hand in hand. Oh, oh man! because no, my buddy Jeff, every time he gets a burger, he goes, "Yeah, uh, I just wanted the burger and cheese. That's it." I'm like, "Why do you order a special type of burger and you just ask for the bread and meat and cheese? That's it. They just get a plain cheeseburger. Why are you ordering that one burger?" <laughs> right, right. Like, you just order the plain cheeseburger. You just say plain cheeseburger. You're like, oh, can I get that burger with nothing on it but just beans? You're like, what the fuck then? They should charge you ten dollars for that special burger because you want the extra meat or whatever. I don't. I just don't. I don't understand why people like plain. I mean, I. I guess I get it, but it's just weird. Like you gotta, I, I like a burger with the lettuce, tomato, the salad, everything. You know, mm-hmm. so I don't know. So good job, good job. All right, next. What up, bad boys and homeboy? Art calling this week's picks. 
picked by, by none other than the notorious one, Harley Martin. He picked Leave No Trace. I'd never even heard of this movie. Looked it up. Looks pretty interesting. And uh, I think Harley's going to really relate to it because it's a father and daughter relationship. So I say he even was crying like a little baby at this fucking movie. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say he gave it a fucking Slater. I'm going to double down on the motherfucker. Ooh. And uh, I can see Massey telling Harley, your problems are not my problems about the chicken. <laughs> so I'm going to say fucking Harley, like I said, gave it a fucking Slater. Double down. Boom. Take it to the bank, baby. I'm going to say fucking MCP. I'm going to say he does not like it. He hates kids, hates children. But I'm going to think, I'm going to still say he gave us a dollar. Oh, so that's shit. what I'm going to say for MCP. And my man Fonzo, I'm going to say he got touched by this movie also. I'm going to say he gave it a high dollar. So those are my week, uh, my pick for these three. And that's it. Do you have his phone on again still? Um, he hung up. Oh, nope. This is the one where I think he, he got a... Somebody called him at the end. You can kind of hear it in the background. Oh, gotcha. I was like, "Motherfucker, no bad boys for life." What? 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 Yeah, like, what, what happened? Ooh. That's fucked up. It's not. It's that's not, not, up, not like him. Yeah, so he struggled with that one because mm-hmm. he lost a point for mm-hmm. my lack of a Slater, and he got Tony's dollar, but that just negated his negative one point for the the misfire on the Slater, and mm-hmm. then he screwed up your dollar. So. Yeah, he's 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 not going up. He's working le- which which is three weeks in a row because mm. he he had eleven and a half points back on my bloody Valentine. Yeah, ouch. So he, yeah, he's he's stuck in a rut. Yeah, are you trying to blow the game, Art? What's going on? Know, <laughs> what what? Read? <laughs> oh man! All right, next. Moving on. Going on, bad boys. Hope you guys oh, have a good shit. Week. Here we go. Oh shit! Oh shit! Here we go. Here we go. Come on, D. Don't let us down. Or about last weekend, I passed out. <laughs> why? Uh, why? Yeah, why? Why? Explain. Why? Why did you pass out? Again. <laughs> I try not to, but anyways, uh, under the pick, leave oh, no trace. Shit. Ben Foster is such a underrated actor. Somebody give this guy an Oscar. He is such a good actor. My favorite performance with him was in uh, 310 to Yuma. But anyways, um, yeah, I'm going to say, again, well, actually, a certified D. You know, I don't think it's a Slater, but I think all of you guys give it a certified D. So, yeah, that's it. Take it easy, guys. Peace. What the? F- Ooh. Whoa. you got to be kidding me. Squashed all year. I wouldn't even gave it the everyone points if he said it for last week. Why he didn't call? He didn't even say yeah. it for last week. He's not tired this time. What the fuck, man? He's not on? tired. He's got energy now. Some boys are backfiring on us now. Fuck, man. I was at the edge of my seat though, waiting. Awesome. Though. <laughs> oh yeah, I was. Uh, I was definitely expecting it for sure. Please say it. Please say it. Damn. Then I was like, you know, he's probably listening now, going, you know what? Fuck that. I ain't giving him nobody points. If he's listening. Uh, he just doesn't want to be on the show because he all he has to do is claim his claim his yeah. place, claim he his win. He don't want to. He don't want to. He, 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 he doesn't want it. He doesn't want it. He don't need it. You know. Dang. Unbelievable! Wow. Okay, I thought we had it. So no points we got this week. Better luck next week. All right, moving on. 
Although Bad Boys Podcast. Read here. Um, I'm, read, I'm read, feeling uh, well rested. I had a good weekend. Uh, I'm not oh, feeling well rested. Apparently, so is D. Uh, <laughs> I'm not feeling sleepy, so that's good. Um, that's out of the way. Uh, the 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 movie this week. Um, no trace left behind. No, no. Close. Leave no trace. Leave no trace. Um, I just watched the trailer for this. I've never heard of this before. I I always enjoy Ben Foster performances. And I think I might check this film out because the trailer has me captivated. Now, I mean, I've often thought, you know, there are many spots here in New Zealand where you could live quite happily off the land. Mm. And, you know, I've I've uh, plastered houses in the past where they are just in the middle of nowhere and they're just little shacks and... I think to myself, yeah, like, this would be awesome, just living out here in the middle of nowhere. Um, like, I, I imagine that's what Harley feels like. Uh, anyway, um, I I want to see this film. Um, and given that that trailer has done that to me, I think that this might be a certified Donaldo. Um, yeah, got to start making some points back. <laughs> and no art or whoever brought it up on the podcast, I'm, I'm not trying to lose points. I am genuinely trying to win. <laughs> I get very bad at oh, betting, which yeah. is why I, I don't gamble. Um... Right, bad words for life. Oh, wait, uh, tournament. Um, yeah, I've been kicked out, so... <sighs> yeah, how do Maybe you feel? I am tired. <laughs> <laughs> what did he say? Uh, he said, ah, I'm tired. Anyway, I'm tired. Oh, yeah. there you go. Oh, oh man, I'm like someone's tired. Yeah, yeah. Hey, bad boys, uh, read here. Yeah, really sleepy. Um, okay, I'm off to bed. Bad Boys for Life. <laughs> hey, we got a Bad Boys for Life. All right. Oh, man. Yeah, Reese. All right, wait, give him shit, man. He's trying to win. He did okay. He got two points. So that brings us one to a three, which is only seven points behind Donaldo. Yeah, see? He's doing good. And he's only like eight points behind Art. So. Yeah, exactly. See, Art? Yeah, we talking shit for Right? Right there. It just so happens that he's 33 points behind Angie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. What's going on, bad boys? I love this movie. I saw it a couple of months ago. Um, I'm a big Ben Foster fan, uh, so... I hope you enjoyed it, and I think you, I think you're all going to the dollar. But let me just say that Harley is going to be raging about the military-industrial complex, and 
uh, let's see, Tony is going to be uh, arguing against Haley on what I have no idea. He's going to be adamant. <laughs> so, I'm just going to be arguing. Arguing something. You're going to argue, you don't know what, but you're going to be arguing, Tony. That's like the most accurate. You did. You argued because I I made a case that the description on the IMDb was inaccurate, and you argued that I was wrong. Yes, and that no, it was it's correct. The, I was going to say that's the that's the most accurate description of me in general that I've heard. <laughs> I will be arguing. Fucking nailed it. <laughs> wow. uh, arguing against on what I have no idea. He's <laughs> going to be adamant, um, and Fonzo. You love Ben Foster, as you should. Um, that's why you're my favorite. I'm kidding. I don't play favorite, but yeah. <laughs> Bad boys for life. Love you. Um, Talk to you soon. Awesome. Oh, man. Did you get half a point for that shit? Oh, I think so, man. That's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, we gave Art a point for the cheer when Tony got up and cheered, so. All right. Half a point it is. So then he gets two and a half points. I can already hear Art getting pissed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 31. That brings him up to 31. Oh, snap. And Evan, this podcast isn't about me bitching and complaining about the military industrial complex or the prison industrial complex. Yeah, but you did bring up Trump fucking during the fire festival it's like what the fuck man why are you bringing politics in it's the place? same psychology no it, i'm not bringing up politics uh, you I'm done did it you done started it you just now moving on moving on fuck out here just narcissistic sociopath there we go con artists hang on wait 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 just make money off of other people i still have one more call hopes and dreams yeah we still got one more call there's a seventh call Play that shit. It's oh, Donaldo yeah. slurring. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot to say I'm gonna bet ten points on that. Um, Harley, don't screw me over. <laughs> you screwed yourself no. over, bud. No, it was Fonzo that screwed. Yeah, you it over. was Fonzo. This, yeah, Fonzo did it. Well, that's what he gets for not being uh, me being his favorite. Should should have should have stuck with it. Oh. Damn. Phones are not giving a shit about homeless people. That's that's what screwed you over. Right. Yeah. Get a job, uh, fucking homeless hobos. What the fuck? Oregon. Okay, never mind. He doesn't have 31 Eight. points. He has 21 points. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> but hold on, Evan. You might wait. You might be able to get your points back because round four of Spicy Tournament is coming it's up. coming right up. <laughs> All right. Yeah, what, what, where are the points at right now? Yeah, where are we at now? Oh, <sighs> Excuse me, hold Donald on over here. Pulling a Donaldo over here. <laughs> I'm gonna start from I'm gonna start from dead last with Reed with three points, mm. Donaldo with ten, mm. Art with eleven and a half, Evan with twenty one, and Angie with thirty six and a half. I don't think we've had this big of a spread all four. All five contestants. Yeah, like like like, like a mustard spread or. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I mean, each person is separated by more than ten points, except for Donaldo and Art. They are neck and neck with ten and eleven and a half. But 
Yeah. No, that's 31 great. or 21. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. Cool. We like things spread. Right. Spread All open, things right? Spread open. And dry. Oh. Dry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You ready for the tournament? Yeah, so round four. Here it is. This is it. The big kahuna. The big, the big, uh, what does what Jack Nicholson say? The big dukaroo. The big, the big dukaroo. That's right. We got Evans number one with crazy, stupid love. Love, funniest scene. Going up against Angie's number two. Harry met Sally. Reed likes the commentary. Should we bust up the commentary right here? I, f- I, I honestly feel like my prediction. Like I know what, like I feel like I know what's going to win, just because just listening to the, the us our review or or vote on both of these movies throughout the tournament, I can predict it. Oh yeah, why don't you go ahead and predict it then for Tony? Let let the people know. I'll give you a bonus point if you get it right. <laughs> oh, you yeah, Tony. He'll send you some condiments. He'll send you a um, because uh, every time this scene has won. Um, it has won because of the context of the movie and not the content of the scene. And that mm. alone gives it so much weight against that, it, that it's going to win. It's, it's a good re- point. Regardless. It's a kind of an unfair advantage. Yep. Yeah. And, and um, both Fonzo and Harley have seen the whole movie and have voted for that scene because they have seen the movie. Right. And that automatically although, gets two thirds of the when, votes. But I've seen Harry Met Sally. You've seen, you've seen it too, right, Harley? Yeah. When Gosling takes off his finger, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> when he does the little magic finger. trick, wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, he his thumb and did the magic. Harley was like, "How did he do that? How is that possible?" <laughs> and instead of saying abracadabra, he said, "Nigglehog," you know, whatever the fuck you do. <laughs> <laughs> the way Harley said it to you was so convincing. When Gosling took out his finger, I'm like, well, then you got to win. How do you not win? Speaking of spicy mustard. <laughs> Where did it go? So what you're saying, Tony, so what you're saying, Tony is me and, me and Harley are going to pick Crazy Super. Uh, yes, super love, that's, that's my prediction. And that's the winner. Harley, would he, is he correct? Yes, he's right. Yeah, yeah. me too. There it is. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> oh, you're picking it too. No, I didn't pick it. It doesn't matter what I pick because it's already automatically the winner. Oh, but you know, we want to know, Tony. Go ahead. It, it, it seemed to seem I'm going to give it to Harry Metzelli. Okay. Yeah. Just to be fair, you said a couple of weeks ago you were going to try to watch the movie. And, and I just it. totally forget, man. If I don't, like I said, if I don't assign a, a movie for homework, it's not getting watched. So the champion, the champion, the spicy must tournament gets a whopping how many points? Twenty points. Wow! So imagine if he wouldn't have gambled, how much more points he would have. Got. <laughs> oh, that was Evan. Okay. Yeah, Boy, that so was that. Evan. That puts him up to forty-one. That's the phone. Come on, Val. Well, and then does Angie get? Ten points? Uh, no, she lost. No, she, she already lost. got the points. Oh, so she doesn't she get any points. Shit. No, she didn't get points uh, for no. yeah. So now you have a new leader. Sorry. Yeah, sorry about that, Toots, but you don't get shit. 
Yeah, points from before. Yeah, she's, this, every time her pick's gone up, she's gotten points. So yeah, yeah, so yeah she's already accrued the points of, from the tournament. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, all right. Don't try, don't try to deviate the the, the points there. Like, <laughs> Systematically trying to deviate points over there. I, I see what you're doing over there, Mister Great Poupon. Boom. Okay, so Tony, now that this tournament's over in April, we got a new tournament, right? Why don't you tell the fine folks what they're going to be playing? Uh, I think that we're going to go with the uh, theme song um, theme for the tournament, and we'll, the theme, we'll, song theme, the theme, theme song thing theme of theme. Uh, right of the TV theme, shows. The theme, theme. <laughs> theme the theme thing. <laughs> Uh yeah, we'll, we'll figure out exactly what the um, parameters. TV of the... show, cartoons, TV. Much, I mean, that's basically it, right? I mean, we're not going to go anywhere else, right? I mean, that's that's. We, that's I think about. that's it what we want. Doesn't have to be cartoons. I think it can just be theme songs. Oh, it's a TV show, so I mean, some people can say. But it has to be yeah, TV. Yeah, yeah, TV shows for sure. TV and shows. and is there a time range on it? Does it have to be pre two thousands? You know, last no, century type thing, or be... open it? No. All right. As long as it's on TV, man. not movies, not YouTube. Yeah, no, no YouTube shows. Gotta no be. YouTube no, it's shows. Be something that was that's on television or streaming. Like so streaming counts too. Netflix counts. Rules the nation. Yeah. Play that song. Play that song, Harley. Huh? What? What? What are you playing? Television. Wasn't that? Wasn't that a song where they're saying the lyrics? Television. No idea. All right, and 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 uh, I mean, we're gonna do it for April, so we have all of March to refine the parameters and rules uh, of the tournament uh, as we go along, if we think we need to, because I think we might need to. I'm thinking of some, but I'm thinking I'm gonna save it. I want to let it percolate for for a week before we talk about it. He said, "Percolate, yo, percolate it." Hey now, mm-hmm. But yeah. So we'll we'll have another tournament in uh, in April because uh, we want to yeah. hurry up and get a winner. The song's literally called "Television Rules the Nation," Harley. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Of when we were saying to you. Mm. Yes, sir. So, there you go. So yeah, that'd be something fun, you know. Get your picks ready, get you going. I mean, Reed, I don't know if you've seen a lot of American television, so you might be you might be fucked. So good luck to you, pal. He watches a lot of American television. You think so? He's yeah, he's talked about it a lot. I oh. think they watch a lot of it over there. Yeah, I think Denali used to watch it as a kid, but he always fell asleep. So, mm. <laughs> oh maybe he no, you know what? He might be an expert. He just watched the intro, so he knows all right. The that's all he was able to catch. He doesn't know anything else. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know anything else. He knows all the characters' names because the beginning intro, like Full House, would tell him. Yeah, <laughs> he doesn't know what happened. Uh, so yeah, it should be some fun. We will start that in April. Um, but March, back to our regular scheduled program, homework extra credit, which we're going to do right now. Speaking of which. I got the homework. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Homework, homework. I'll do the movie from 2020, y'all. Yeah. How about that? I'm going to keep it for the young young Thundercats right here. See if Lainey will fucking watch a whole movie that I choose and not complain. How about that, Tony? Mm. This That's one's not rated. Challenge. It's comedy crime thriller. How about that? Written and directed by Eugene Kolyarenko. Thirsty for a following, Kurt Kunkel is a rideshare driver who has figured out a deadly plan to go viral. Starring Joe Carey. Movie's called Spree. 
on the poster, Collider has it as American Cycle for the digital age. Hmm. Oh boy. The cover has blood on it. That could be all right. Strawberries. That could be you know. That could be, that could be ketchup. Yeah, so, yeah. That's what that is. Yeah, that's what that is. Yeah, that's what That's what I'm choosing. How about that? So my mine's also gonna have. Well, it won't have blood on the cover. You know, <laughs> there's gonna be blood in the movie. Oh boy! But I'm gonna let y'all pick. Oh shit! Look at this guy. From 2005, David Cronenberg, starring Vigo Mortensen, or 2007, David Cronenberg. Starring Vigo Mortensen. Uh, I'm going to let y'all pick History, history of, violence. of Violence or Eastern Promises. Hmm. I don't think I've seen Eastern Promises. I think we saw... A mild-mannered man becomes a local hero through an act of violence which sets off repercussions that will shake his family to its very Tony core. Re- reference the other movie, and he reads a synopsis for the other movie. Yep. <laughs> I like that. I got so confused. Tony's yep. like, you know, I've never... And he starts reading a synopsis for the other one. Yep. <laughs> you got that, Tony? Oh, I got... Yep, I got oh, it. Boy. I'm just hoping the listeners aren't lost. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> so that uh, was right, History of we, Violence. What, synopsis for you History of Violence. You seen both of these, Tony? No. Which one's going to make uh, Laney more uncomfortable? Uh... The second one. A teenager who dies during childbirth leaves clues in her journal that could tie her child to a rape involving a violent Russian mob family. Uh... I mean, it's got Cronenberg. Um... Is she like Vigo Dong? Because we'll get Vigo Dong in Easter Promises. Oh, that's right. There's like a fight scene, right? Naked and shit. Yeah. Actually, she loves seeing seeing dong in the movies. Let's go with that one. <laughs> she was like, "Yo, that's a penis." Promises it is. We get, late, we get dog approval. Tony's <laughs> <laughs> so like, "Lady, love the dog. We'll watch a movie." <laughs> dong versus Godzilla. Uh, <laughs> Vigo's dong to be accurate. Yeah, exactly. Who wants that one? <laughs> I think it's one of those like we don't we don't see it. You see titties in all every every other movie. You don't see you don't see dick. You don't see dinglings dangling around. So <laughs> we don't see dingling dangling. <laughs> <laughs> Want to play baby, with bro. my dingling, my dingling? There's a theme song for you kids. Oh boy, yeah, oh, man. <laughs> uh, all right, so you're going Eastern Promises, Tony? Yeah, yeah. Do Eastern Promises. All right, there we go. Wow, you in a Cronenberg cake, Harley? What's going on? Uh, I was just i've I, I've seen both of those movies, but I don't remember them very well, and so um, I just wanted to rewatch them. You want to see Vigo Dong? Uh, no, that was Tony. No, or that was Tony's Child Bride, I think. Oh, Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> Child bride at 30. <laughs> oh, man. All right, cool. There you go. That's a that's a lovely double feature right there. Yeah. Oh, man. Cool. Well, how was you guys' weekends, man? What y'all do? I worked. Yeah, I worked out, man. fucking lugging like dog food or some shit over there, Tony. What's, what's going on? That was, yeah, that was the day. Um... Man, I worked. I worked a lot this weekend, and it was all manual labor. Yesterday, I like 
burned 3,200 calories or something like that. Um, uh, we worked out and then we went, uh, we went and, uh, uh, vacuumed the, the gym and uh, I did a bunch, I, I fixed a bunch of stuff in the house. Um, again, you know, earning my keep. Uh, but then today, uh, Wait, before I forget, shout out to you in that fucking ring trick you did, man. I forgot to mention that last week. What'd I do? When you were on the rings, you were able to get yourself up. Oh, the muscle up. Oh yeah, man. Yeah. I've been, I've been wanting that for a while. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. I forgot to mention that dude. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that's that, a tough that one. Awesome. You can tell you were excited too. <laughs> yeah. It's one of the last, uh, gymnastic movements that I've been trying to get, um, the muscle up uh, on the bar and then muscle up on the rings is even harder because the rings are all unstable. So yeah, so I was super, super excited to get that one. Um, and it was kind of cool the way I got it when, when I got it um, is at the end of the workout, uh, there was a drop in in the class um, who, who he was just in the neighborhood or he was down here um, for work for a couple months and he's just checking out all the other CrossFit gyms. Um, and so he dropped into ours today or that, or that day. And he stayed late after class to just work in a, work out in the open gym. And I was just fooling around. So I started practicing on the rings and I made an attempt and he's like, okay, so, um, you, you might want to try doing this. I was like, oh, okay. And then he, he was like coaching me through like this random guy that comes in to drop into our gym is coaching me through this shit. Guardian angel. I don't know. Uh, Yeah, exactly. He's like the angel came in. Guardian angel. (laughs) And he helped, he coached me through it. Like, like his pointers, um, were actually, you never saw the guy again. (laughs) No, that's my point. I didn't, I never, he came in the next day and then he's gone. He didn't, he doesn't exist, Tony. Yeah, he, he doesn't actually exist. <laughs> I'm the only one who saw him. Uh, he came, yeah, he came out and flew away. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. Tyler Durden. CrossFit. <laughs> uh, hey, I don't care. Whatever got me to do, get the muscle up. So, so yeah, yeah, that was cool. He looked like Brad Pitt. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> with, with a hole in, the, in his jaw. It was the penguin, and he's like, just jump. What did he say? <laughs> Dive. <laughs> yeah, slide. Slide. That's a slide. That's it. Slide. Yeah. Um, well, shout out to that dude for getting Tony's motivation. Yeah, up. yeah. Shout out to that dude. Uh, his he's uh what are the um he's like fitness fitness junkie. Shit, he's got like traveling fitness junkie or something. Uh, it's his Instagram. Uh, I'm butchering the fuck out of it. If you ever listens to the podcast, sorry, dude. Uh, <laughs> but uh, um, so yeah, so. Uh, Today, uh, we went in to work out at the gym, um, and then I vacuumed the gym some more, and then we went to uh, help my dad with the, the bags of food. So uh, they, they have a, a new business called Leo. Um, it's a canine nutrition, um, like premium canine nutrition. Uh, keto the, food for dogs? Yes, actually. It is <laughs> keto food for dogs. Because most no, dog, no, most pet food, <laughs> seriously. So most pet food um, has a lot of filler in it, which ends up being empty carbs. And dogs operate better off fats. So um, the food that they that my dad's selling has mostly fat and protein, and he has um, like four different. I feel like I'm fucking marketing for him, um, but it's like they have four different types of dog food that have different ratios of fat and protein. One of them is like 50-50 and it's got 32 grams of protein and 32 grams of fat. 
Um, another one has like 3220 or 2620 and another one has like 2218 or, you know, like different ratios of protein to fat, um, depending on, on the dietary needs of the dogs. Um, and it's just like this premium quality, quality, working breeds, muscle building, police and military dogs, weight gainers and more. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. So, uh, I always remember looking for the highest protein content, right? Yeah. But, uh, but fat has a lot of the uh, vitamins. Protein doesn't have vitamins. Fat has the fat soluble vitamins are some of the most important for the 32, 32 formula, the 30, 25. Yeah, thirty-two, thirty-two is the one that's pretty much keto. Um, everything else is like just other extreme, ratios. Extreme sports dogs, right? Right, right. Dogs, and then the other puppies, mm-hmm. whelping moms, <laughs> senior dogs. Yeah, so the, he he's getting into this business. He's just he's just starting out, um, and it's it's starting to grow. Uh, he's he's getting orders from all over the place, um, like San Diego. I think it's he's getting some out in um Arizona or like he's he's starting to is it's starting to grow so this this might pick up and the main thing that, that he's getting a shipment coming in that he doesn't have the space for in in his warehouse and oh, so that's no. where he he called me in to try and help um move the furniture around in the little tiny warehouse that he has to try and get the most pallets to fit um, and that's where me and Lainey were like, like we came in and that's uh, my sister, like, uh, so, so we went in there, they needed to move. They had this, this, one of those big metal, uh, uh, organizer, uh, racks that you get from that's my uh, favorite part of the video. You and Lainey are putting one box up. Like it takes two of you to put one box up. <laughs> right, so, right. That's what's funny I'm is that. Out, I, like I'm working hard. Like, take two but that's what's so up. fucking funny though, because that was that whole rack was across the room. And Lainey and I moved it. We unloaded it of food, moved the rack, and reloaded it with food so fast that my sister couldn't get it on video. So by the time she got her phone out and started recording us, like by the time she realized she wanted to record and started recording, we just put that one box at the top. Like we just we put that back. Yes, yes, but it was it was pretty funny. Like and the box was loaded. It had um the uh that like saran wrap that they used to wrap the pallets mm-hmm. and it had like three of those in there so it was maybe 20 30 pounds um so uh it wasn't an empty box but uh no L- laney and i we had just come from the gym so we were pumped up and we were just like machines just like throwing the bags at each other and like like and just like unloading it put it on the ground moving shit reloading it it was it was. It, I was like, I so kind of wish the, the truck that was getting filled. Where were they moving into that other, the other warehouse? Or just... uh, yeah. So the truck that was getting filled, uh, they were taking it to uh, Fonjon, the the kennel in San Diego, um, gotcha. and because those were going to go to a different department, I think some some police officers. Um, but uh, just started. What's that? Yeah, just started this then. Yeah, um, maybe a year ago is when he started okay. it. Yeah. Yeah, maybe only a year or two at the most. Where's the name come from? Uh Leo is law enforcement something. Leo is a law enforcement officer. Um but I don't know if it's supposed to stand for that. I know that there was a um kind of like a notorious uh dog named Leo that was in the 
one of the one of the units one of the one of the agencies had a had a, and he it was like a dog that uh, was really famous um i guess infamous within the within the agency uh, sure. I, so maybe he named it after that i don't actually know why he named it leo well, the other one what's the other name for the professional dog food it's like the the dog food itself is called like inukshuk yeah what is that it's it's from canada <laughs> so uh, maybe it's like I don't know, native Canadian, uh, is it Eskimo? Is, it, is that, it almost sounds like that language. I have no idea. It sounds like Harley trying to explain something. <laughs> yeah. Trying to, sounds like Harley trying to unlodge one of his symptoms. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Somebody put on his fucking plain ass burger. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that, so we helped him with that, and, uh, and and then we just veg the rest of the day. So that's yes, our weekend. Very cool. Very cool. Oh yeah, damn so it! Too, I forgot man. again. I uh, I told somebody. I, I somebody was asking how do you put mayo on your panda? Um, and and I yeah, been, we were supposed to do a video. Ah, I know. I keep forgetting. Um, yeah. Next time. Right. Next Friday. Next time. Next Friday. Hey guys, set up on the messenger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll make sure to record it. Yeah. I'm sure it yeah. looks awful <laughs> to anyone <laughs> who doesn't like mayo. Exactly. Oh, man. Don't worry, That's though. We chill. pile on the spice. Nice. There you go. Yeah. Uh, what's that game with the tennis rackets, but it's no, uh, you don't use the tennis ball, you use the little. The badminton, the birdie? Yeah. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we started playing that with the neighbors. Um, Yo, it's me cool. and my um, my neighbor's oldest against uh, his dad and then uh, another neighbor's dad. So it was like we're Team Icy Hot. They're Team Milk of Magnesia. We played like last week and we won. And then we played them this week. And they fucking they, – they, 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 they won. They, they, they turned it around. We were, we were playing – it was weird because we were playing the opposite way. Normally we face this, the traffic. But it was so windy, it, it, it didn't work. So we had to go the opposite. And the opposite was fucking me up, man, because like, I felt like I didn't have much room to maneuver because we had the sidelines. But the other way, I felt like we can rubber run anywhere. So it was kind of, it was fucking me up. But no excuses, they beat us, the only one. So we'll get the rubber match next week. We'll, we'll, we'll play them again. Um, so we did that today. Um, but but last but Saturday, we, um, we, we chilled. But did we do something before that? I'm trying to think. No, we uh, we did something I forget, but um, uh, we couldn't decide what to eat. Chris said he wanted sushi. We're like, well, you better you better clean up your room, do clean up, do something. So we get some sushi, and uh, Amy was like, I'm gonna leave some of this for tomorrow. Um, come to find out, the crew late at night grabbed it and ate it, and we're like, she was like, where the where is it? It's gone. I'm like, oh what? no, oh, we know those sushi ninja ate it. He probably ate it. We're like, okay. So this morning we're cleaning up the living room, clean up the house. Like, hey, here you pick up this clean that up you do all this because you ate her sushi she's like i wasn't me like man we know it's you it had to be you because my leftovers was in my little fridge in my room so i know it's you so then amy felt she was like you know i really was looking forward to that well let's get sushi again why not <laughs> so we went to the same place ordered it again i go to the lady and i'm like she's sure she's repeating the order i'm like yeah it's pretty much kind of what we ordered yesterday she goes yeah i thought it was the same order i'm like here's the thing my wife was looking forward to her left i tell her the whole story she's cracking up I go, yeah, it was hilarious. I go, and this RBV roll right here is is the truth. Like like Reed said, that's the truth, Fonzo. That RBV was, I don't know, something about the jalapeno pepper. 
cream cheese, the spicy mayo. Oh, oh the spicy mayo. I kind of dig, man. I was kind of digging That's that. good shit, man. Um, yeah, it really was, yeah. yeah. Um, so that, that rolls were fucking delicious, man. So I got that again. And uh, it's so weird. It's like, does it look filling at all? But fucking sushi and rice, it's just a bunch of rice. It's fucking filling. We eat um, sushi occasionally here. I mean, it's not yeah. real sushi. It's always like, you know, crab with a K kind of thing. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, it's always what Mazzy wants, kind of thing yeah. for her yeah. birthdays. Yeah, love Yeah, and yeah, yeah dude, like, like two two sushi rolls, and I'm full. <laughs> hey, what the hell? Yeah, um, yeah. I'm just a big fan of rice and soy sauce. Uh, when it's, especially when it's warm, uh, it's so good. Um, yeah, so so we did that. We hung out, watched Miracle. Today we chilled. Um, oh, and meaning watched that bar movie. That's right on Saturday, and uh, then we walked the dog. Just chilled pretty much. Just stayed home. It's been nice weather, so it's been you know pretty chill um and then today i said we had that rematch and then you know i'm like hey whenever everyone wants to play let's do it so but the big thing that everyone's playing now i guess is pickleball you guys heard of pickleball of course I'm sure it's a new thing but of course this is, yeah my, this is- my boss and his uh his daughter they've been playing yeah. it for years yeah see yeah it's 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 uh i'm sure it's yeah people playing it forever but it's it's kind of a it's, it's kind of a um like a higher like, like it, it's it's making its way through the, it's like tennis yeah you know it's like those communities are playing it more so yes. they'll take tennis game. courts and they'll revamp them half of it can become a pickle pickleball court so they can double yeah. their their matches exactly so yeah. my neighbor was like saying that she's like hey you should play with us you know and she's like uh she's an older woman you know she has some back issues but mm-hmm. she's able to play this game for a while and then relax and then She's like, I don't want to play a game that you know, old people play. And then she's seen like seventy guy, seventy year old guys just up there running back and forth in the court. She goes, Whoa, what the hell? This yeah. is crazy. And yeah, people get intense. And she goes, and then my neighbor asked her after we played. He was like, he started. He was like, I'm gonna go play with my friends right now. He goes to the little park over here. It gets crowded. She said, It's on Friday nights. It's packed. I'm like, Huh? Fucking thing is uh, pretty popular. So I thought that was pretty neat. So yeah, it's like tennis. Um, I just never played. Yeah, it's it like tennis. Much. It's just using a wiffle ball and a and a. You know, like a, a, a wooden paddle. It's like a ping yeah, pong was, paddle, but with a wiffle ball. Hard, yeah. Right. Um, but it's a smaller so court. Small. It's a smaller court, so you don't have to run as far. But you still have to move, man. I played it once, right. and it's it's still it, it's still a workout. My dad's actually right. considering. Um, you know, my dad likes to oh. start new businesses. He wants to yeah. open a pickleball a pickleball ter- uh, a court or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. He, my, that's just my dad talking. Yeah. Mm. yeah. But it sounds like if you, yeah, if the you've heard about it, and you, and you're saying what what is that? What park? Thibodeau. Yeah. Thibodeau Park. Okay. On no, Friday nights, you get back. Yeah. Cool. You should hit up over there. Yeah. Maybe yeah. Check it out. Yeah, I'm looking at a video of it right up. You're watching. Yeah. So it's like a. It's not a racket, but yeah, it's like a little small, but it's like a paddle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you can go back and forth, especially playing doubles. It's, it's almost like hit the ground once. Yeah, and it gets like and it gets competitive. I mean, it's really it's competitive. It's like, it's like ping pong, right? But you're like, you know, with, uh, yeah, you're on the table. Ping pong with a heavy. Yeah, it's with, like a with cross ball. between like table tennis, badminton, tennis. You don't really have to. You don't really have to run around too, which is cool. Right. I'm sure you can. Yeah, but but it's a lot hard. I bet you it's a lot harder to to accurately get that ball and Absolutely. hit it where you aim it. Like, just go play tennis. Tennis yeah. is hard. Yeah. Well, tennis, like tennis. Uh, is hard on your on your joints. Um, that's, yeah. that's, that's the problem with tennis. So the big pickleball, because it's a smaller yeah. court and you don't, you don't have to, right. you don't have so little, cutting, the running back, and right. The cutting back and forth location. is reduced. Yeah. Right. Yes. So that's one what shot right here. He just, he just, 
he the guy just stood there. The ball came to him. He just flicked his arm. Didn't move his whole body. Just his arm. Right? Yep. Yep. He just moved it. Yeah. And that's what's funny because when we're playing the the, the other game, um, uh, he kind of plays like he's playing racket. I, I noticed now that I'm watching this these movements, he, he moves like he's playing pickleball because he'll just stand there and just hit it from where he's at. Mm-hmm. While well, playing the tennis, I'm like, man, I better serve this motherfucker and spike the shit out of it. And they're just whacking here and there. So that's cool, man. You get that? We should have a baby. We should have a pickleball meetup when we do a meetup. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fun. How about you, Harley? How's your weekend? It was cool. Um, tomorrow is Chris's forty-sixth birthday. Oh snap! Right. Yeah. Oh, so up here now, huh? So we were uh, uh, Friday after work and spicy mustard. Yeah, that was nice. Anyways, um. So, so it's kind of a try to do like a birthday weekend, you know. So breakfast in bed and shit like that. So um, it was cool, you know. Just um, can you have for the weather was nice. Mustard? Say what? Well, I'm thinking, what can you have for breakfast? Uh, can I have mustard? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, can you have your eggs with mustard? No. No. Nah. She likes sour cream on her. On her breakfast burritos? Yes, she does. Is that, is that Taco, Taco Bell? Yeah. <laughs> the Taco Bell bomb. We all, we all knew, too. Yes. Even though I can't remember the last time I fucking ate a Taco Bell. Um, okay, anyways, all right, so... hang on. What do you guys call the the, the, the Bertos chains, right? Like those those Hilbertos, Irobertos, Taco oh, there's Al- Albertos. Well, historically, the OG was Albertos. Right, yeah, exactly. And then there was like an Adalbertos, I remember. Right, but there's, there's, there's a bunch Fili- of Filibertos. There's Albertacos. What is a... it? What do we call? Is there a term for those yeah, restaurants? Say Albertos. Let's go to Albertos. Let's go to Albertos. Is it Bertos yeah. or Albertos? Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes Albertos. I'm, I'm fast. I just go, hey, let's go get a burrito from Birdos. Birdos, right? That's the only thing that makes sense is that it's Birdos because that's the thing that's in common of all of them. Right. Yeah. There's always, yeah. Yeah. Also cool. Alberto, uh, Fernando. Oh, yeah. It's always some uh, T.O. Yeah. or something. Yeah. Tito's or uh, something. Yeah. Now, is there the a term? Killed me. I thought just like that was so clever. <laughs> is there a term for like that style of restaurant if it doesn't have Birdos in the name? It's just like a little hole in the wall. Mexican yeah. restaurant. Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. so. What I call that is authentic Mexican fast food. That's a mouthful, man. But okay, right? Well, because they, they, yeah, you could be describing Taco Bell, though. You said fast food. No, it's authentic. Authentic Taco Mexican Bell is Tex Mex. Yeah. Or not even Tex Mex. It's like fucking honky. Hey, but it's like you know, you know that it's going to be good. It's like you go in there and it, it's, it's like a, crazy greasy. It's greasy like everywhere. It's a little smoky. Asada, like real pico de gallo. Yeah, like. exactly. You've got they, they got the salsa cart like where you go and right. pick and your own salsa, salsa cart and they serve horchata on tap. Horchata on tap with the like styrofoam cups. You're in good shape. Yeah. Hamica, baby. I'm yeah. making some motherfucking Hamica. Yeah. I already right. pronounced that. I'm sure I'm butchering it, but. Okay, but, yeah. sorry. Oh, real quick. Did you, you guys knew what a suicide drink was, right? When I oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. That's the only way to drink from fast food. That's <laughs> like. Because well, in the movie, Kirsten Wiggs, evil, her evil character, she before she gets her start, before she gets her mission start, she has a, a, thing, a, a, vending, uh, a fountain drink machine come out of the ground. 
And she pours, she makes herself what? And he's like, it's funny how everyone you say suicide drink, everyone knows who you're talking about. You know, like, yeah. Does everyone know? And she's like, yeah. She's like, I think everyone knows. I'm like, no. I'm put that messenger up. Yeah, apparently nobody, everyone didn't know. So. Mm-hmm. But I, I thought everyone knew. I thought so too. It's an older so term, I problem. think. Yeah. It stopped. I, I think maybe uh, it probably stopped when drive-throughs became a thing. Because you can't ask for suicide through the drive-thru. <laughs> suicide is a suicide. What was that a rap song? <laughs> That's true, though. You get it, yeah. Well, cool. I hope you guys... Uh, did you guys already get celebrated? Are you going to celebrate, you said? This... Well, we kind of celebrated all weekend. Um, okay. Damn, all yeah. weekend? Damn, I thought you'd be well, you know, yeah, you know. you. Fucking salad thing over here. Yeah. Oh, there it is. See? Yeah. Sounds like KRS one. Uh, Grave diggers. Oh. I think the Rizza was was kind of a producer of the Grave Diggers. Is that right? I think so. Huh. All right. Well, we're in that magic hour. Tony gets some good night's sleep. All right. See, he's happy. Unless you got anything else, Harley? I'm looking up grave diggers. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell Chris happy birthday for us, man. Yeah, yeah, for happy sure. birthday to Chris. Oh, hey, have you heard of uh, Outriders, the video game? Outriders, what's that? Nope. It's a new video game coming out. Uh, they have a demo that just got released this weekend. Wait, the one that, is that the trailer you showed us? Uh, no, that that was different. What did I show you guys? What did I show you guys? You posted one on message. Right, right. I just don't remember what I posted. A lot of shit. A lot of. It was like the raid. It was a hallway fight scene. Oh, that one. Yeah, like like Sinfu or something. Yeah, that looked that looked really cool. Um, Yeah, that was badass. uh, But no, this one is a is a looter shooter. Um, uh, That's if you know if you played Destiny two. Or not Destiny, but Destiny or Destiny Two or um, the Borderlands games. Those are looter shooters. It's basically where you you shoot things and then you loot things and you upgrade your weapons. Um, nice. But it has a Gears of War gameplay. So you got the cover system and the dodge yeah. system. You have me at Gears of War, son. Dude, it's yeah. a lot of fun. Um, there's four different. So there's four different classes. Um, and, and the main, like the, the unique thing about the game is that every class has a way to heal themselves d- through damage. So like there's the melee class that can, um, they heal themselves if they kill, pe- kill enemies at, cl- with, at close range. Uh, there's the, the long range sniper class, you know, they, they, they heal themselves every time they do damage at long, you know, at long range. You know, like that kind of thing. There's the fire. Then I haven't played with the other, the fire class, and then there's the, well, like the assassin class. Um, it's a, but it's a, it's a pretty cool concept. Um, just came out, nice graphics. It's coming out for all the different systems, but they have a demo version out right now. Um, and I did end up playing that for a few hours this weekend. Um, it's free demo. A free demo, yeah, for everybody. And if you if okay. you play the demo and then you pre-order at the end of the demo. You do get to keep everything that you find cool, in the cool. demo, like that. so that's a big what thing. You do it for? What's that? What systems you do it for? Uh, right, I played it on Xbox because that's the one. Okay. That's what Chris, that's what uh, my brother Chris has. Um, okay. So that's usually that, that's oh, the, and, uh, and it, you do it's co-op, 
uh, I think up to three players. So, um, so I was like, hey, that, that, that's, right. that's perfect. So, yeah. Oh yeah. You and your two brothers, huh? Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's cool. So anyway, I know Harley has been playing Borderl- as well, or just Borderlands. Fun. Yes, it's PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, and PC. Oh, man, too bad we don't have the same system. Man. We, they do have crossplay. They they fun, have crossplay. So they 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 say that they have crossplay. So I mean, I've been playing Apex. So. Nice, nice platform. Huh? These fucking Warcraft looking things. What the hell are these things? The games are pretty cool, man. Um, I I played it. It's uh, it was pretty fun. Uh, you can also replay missions, which nice. is which is really cool. So so anyway, nice. just throwing that out there. Well, the one uh, that Nala showed us was like he showed me a trailer. It was called um, Roberto was it Returnal or some shit? Have you seen that one? Where, like every time you die, you come back. It's like a different maps, different characters. It's a different whoa. Um, that's cool. Not everything's a yeah. You've I played games game? like that, like little uh, like a. Uh, uh, what are they like uh, rogue yeah so you like you let you crash land on an alien uh, um, planet and you try to survive and you got like this jetpack where you can fly around I'm watching the gameplay I'm like man this shit moves way too fast like you're <laughs> moving too fast the villains are the bad guys are moving too fast and then if you die you, the, the map's different I'm like whoa 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 man I'm too fucking old for this I need the same goddamn map I need to know where I'm going right this white <laughs> shit and everything I'm like this is way too fast I, I, I sound like an old man I was, I was random with him. I'm like dude this shit's going way too fast and I, and I don't know, like, when I was playing God of War, I didn't know where the fuck I was going. It was driving me crazy. I just need to fucking be able to pause it, see the map, and need to know where I'm going. <laughs> I don't need to change it. Up. Like, that's too much work for me. Fuck that. No. <laughs> he starts that's laughing. Hilarious. Dude, I'm sorry, but the game was cool, but too much work. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm down yeah, for so looter shooters. Like, I can invest my time. And, yeah. and I can co-op. If I can yeah. co-op with people and the... The build that I can yeah. create can help people. That's my that's my jam. Because then I can just grind my character, build them up, and then if somebody needs help, I can help anybody. And that's that's my favorite type of game. That's I did. Uh, I I played a little bit of Borderlands yeah. last week, and I I got up to forty nine, and I I respect my character from scratch. Nice. Right? So I just totally uh, and but i tell you what it didn't make it any easier like <laughs> I, I was I, I was doing uh uh to mayhem mode just on mayhem mode one but it, there's some balancing issues where it just keeps throwing like anointed characters at me that are yes. like invincible there's, all the time so are, it's like frustrating i just hide behind a wall until they turn around kind of thing they so are it's the worst yep so there there's some some issues with that but uh yeah i'm i don't know if i'm gonna want to keep playing after you're burnt out i, I think you've reached yeah. the point where you could uh use either teaming up with other people to take on higher challenges and uh, take on if some... i could continue to add to my specs past 50 i probably would you know just because my character would just get more and more powerful right um and you know legendaries are cool um so i might try to do some more farming well, the, the way yeah the, the way you kind of progress after you hit uh level cap is different builds with different legendary uh perks so like mm. different 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 legendary weapons and different um legendary like artifacts will give you different you know synergies 
and you can right. kind of create different builds based on them. So that, those those are kind of fun to to play around with. Yeah, I mean, the last one I had, I had a legendary pistol, and then I had two mods that effectively gave me like a forty percent boost. On right, but the but pistol damage. you're just you're just saying legendary pistol. Um, there is like different legendaries have different unique things that the that that gun will give. Right. Right. So different legendary. Yeah, like the one I was talking about that was killing it was if I got a if I got a critical hit, it would reload the gun. Right. It wouldn't use any of the ammo, and it would do like ten times the damage. Right. And so, and then I just respect where if I get a critical hit, there's a chance of doing significantly more damage. So Hmm. between the combination of those three things, basically a one shot kill on on essentially everybody except for. Uh, you know, somebody significant kind of thing. So, yeah. Yeah, that's fun. Good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I haven't put that... I mean, I, you know, I struggled playing Red Dead, right? I mean, this was, this was a big monstrous game that I was super excited to play. and and uh, But I got about halfway through it, and I just kind of... It became a chore, kind of a grind. And I didn't have that with Borderlands. It just... I kept... I was excited to play it mm-hmm. and I would yeah. just burn two hours at a time. Just burn. So yeah, it's been fun. And I, I always enjoyed the first two as well. So I, sh- I, what I need to do is just pick up the, uh, the, uh, the, the DLCs. DLCs. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. They had, they had a lot. Yeah. Anyways, I'm tired. Wrap yeah. this shit up. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Not bad. <laughs> All right. Oh, that was and uh, I can years. confirm uh, Gravedigger's uh, RZA. Yeah. It was a, a, oh, good. Uh, thanks. Now, thanks. Now, now, now I can sleep. Core member. I wasn't going to be able to sleep. I was not going to be able to sleep. No. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you. Episode 543, RZA Gravediggers. Y'all already know. RZA Gravediggers. You already know. I'm your host, Fonos. We ride together. Harley. We take graves together. MCP. (laughs) Bad boys for life. (laughs)